But um, I guess we should wait for Emmanuel to jump on it before we get into the trade talk. So you want to talk about Harden versus Westbrook? I mean, Harden versus Iverson for a minute. And then, like, when Emmanuel jumps on, we can get to the real news. Well, so I missed it. So what was what led to the comparison of Harden and Iverson? So Bill Simmons has this uh, – you know, he has a pyramid of players. So, you know, he'll have, mm-hmm. like, the top ten, which is, has, like, Kobe and Duncan and Jordan and LeBron. And you know the guys, right? Yeah. Who are the top ten. So then when he – when the podcast ends, they go through everything about Allen Iverson, his highlights, his lowlights and stuff. And then Bill Simmons gave his official ranking, which was, like, I have Allen Iverson still under the top 50, but – lower than he was when I wrote the book because certain guys have passed him. I have him 46. Then Jay Adande was like, 46, that seems low. And then mm-hmm. like he starts he starts going over the guys he has over him. And he's got like Westbrook. And then he's got like Patrick Ewing. He had uh there's certain guys I, I'm not gonna count because I've never seen George Michael and Kevin McHale. So I, I, there's sure. no way there's no way for me to say anything. I saw Kevin McHale, but Kevin McHale was Larry Bird's sidekick. You know what right. I mean? And then, like, so he had McHale over Iverson. So these are, but like, in his defense, um, what's his name? Jay Adande was agreeing with him. He was agreeing with him until he got to Harden. So this is the thing, like, where you say people don't respect Harden. So he said Westbrook, and he was like, well, Westbrook does more. And then he said George Mike and McHale. He says, well, I guess you have to have George Mike if I don't, even if I didn't see him. Then he said Mikhail. He said uh, Chris Paul. He said um, Patrick Ewing, who you don't d- disagree with. And then he said uh, Jason Kidd. When he got to Patrick Ewing, he was like, I would figure he'd be a lot higher. There are people, not me and you, who really like Patrick Ewing, but not me and you. No, not and then, me. So then he got the Harden, and he was like, look, it's the same thing me and you say about Tim Duncan and Akeem Olajuwon. Like, I factually, that video that I put in the thing where you was like, yeah, that's the argument. Yeah. So, like, we all factually know, like, James Harden is better than Allen Iverson. We do, yeah. There's nothing that you could say about James Harden that Allen Iverson – only thing Allen Iverson has over him is that he took a team to the NBA Finals, a 1-1 game against the Shaq and Kobe team that swept – And that wasn't a great – and that was not a great so that, team. The Iverson, the Iverson team. team was not – that Sixers no. team – that's what they go. Was not a great squad for people who are younger and maybe listening to this. And it was, it's not like Iverson had like a really great squad that he took to the finals. To go to your point, Jay Adande, who was covering the Lakers in that season, said, That year I thought Shaq was the MVP hands down. And then when I see this team that Allen Iverson drags to the finals that gets smoked by the Lakers, I'm like, Okay, Allen Iverson's yeah. the MVP. So, I guess that's the point. Because, like, when I put it up, only me and you have Harden over Iverson. And to be fair, you're the Iverson fan. I, I am not an Iverson fan. But you're also the Harden defender. I don't know if you're a Harden fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Harden, Harden uh, Yeah, like, my, my relationship with Harden isn't as a fan. It's as, like, being on the other side of Harden versus Wade debates and just saying, hey, even if he's not over Wade yet – He's mm-hmm. statistic. I was pointing out long before people were noticing it that, like, statistically, where he was going is like you've said many times into that Carl Malone situation where he may never end up with a ring, but his stats are going to be mm-hmm. so insane when you look at them that you're going to think, Why is he not higher? Well, like, 
Well, let me ask you a question going back. Let's keep it between, um, before we go back to Iverson, let's keep it between Harden and Wade and go to Carl Malone. Mm-hmm. Would you have Carl, would you have Carl Malone over Dirk Nowitzki who has one ring, but doesn't have yes. the stats? That's a hard I watched one. it with my own two eyes because I, I saw him take two teams to the finals. And like Dirk only took one team to the finals and No, he went to the finals twice. He lost one. Okay. But I don't know. I just I I agree with you with Carl Malone, but I can't I have to put respect on he smoked Kobe. That's the thing with Dwayne. If oh, if you, LeBron you, has it when you're moving. I'm sorry. It's all right. Is this better? Yeah, yeah, it's better. If LeBron LeBron James has an average NBA Finals, Dwayne Wade would have two NBA Finals MVP. Because he was the best player for the Heat in that Finals. But LeBron James just had the most unexplainable no-show in the Finals I've ever seen. Yeah. No, I agree with you. But, um, and for, for me, yeah. the, the argument with Wade is that he's – he was the sidekick on those teams. And and then my that, other argument with my other argument with Wade is that when he didn't have Shaq and he didn't have LeBron, his team in the East never got the first didn't, round. He didn't even yeah. get out of the first round and a lot of years didn't even make the playoffs. So let me go back to that point because um when this trade news showed up, it's all over the ESPN and the FS1s and stuff. And to go back to your Wade versus uh, Harden point, what Colin Cowherd said that goes for Wade over um, Harden, sorry, was that exactly what you just said. When Shaq shows up, Wade's like, okay, I'm the sidekick. And when LeBron shows up, Wade goes, I'm the sidekick. Yeah. He said, I don't know if Harden would ever be able to do that. Like if he ever played with LeBron or if he ever played with Shaq, would he and would he subjugate himself to be the sidekick? Hey, hey, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, you gotta you gotta go off and then come back on because you got like four things up. You're sounding really like echoey. Yeah, yeah, you are. So, like, hang up and then come back on because you've got like four of them up showing up, and you sound like an echo. So, what do you say to that, John? Uh, look, I get that point, and to a certain ex- extent, I think he did play a little bit of the sidekick role uh, to Westbrook. Like, he gave Westbrook a fair amount of that team this shit this last year. So he wasn't necessarily willing to play sidekick, but he was willing to play like teammate. Okay. Can you hear my, me? My only. Yeah, we can hear you now. Oh, uh... My my thing with Harden over Westbrook or, or over uh, Wade, and the and the biggest thing for me is that in the West, Harden has been in the playoffs every year and has made it to the second round most years. And that's when he's had nobody else on his team. That's when he's had teammates. When Wade was in the East, which we just talked about, like Iverson, not too, like not too long before that, but LeBron took some pretty crap teams into in the East all the way to the finals. Wade couldn't even get out of the first round on his own. But and to me, that's a big knock. I mean, he did. Win. So he, just he, he did win, though, like. His first three years, 
Right. So but, it may, but, it, but but something but it's, it's got to be a knock on you that in your prime when you didn't have LeBron or you didn't have uh, Shaq in those years in your prime where you where it was just you, you couldn't even get a team to the East playoffs two of those years. We're talking about a uh, Harden versus uh, Iverson. And you could jump in. Yeah, there, like I mean, Kobe had the same issue though too. I think it. I think it's just like there's that, there's that kind of like when you're used to like a second guy like that. Even though I know Shaq was kind of dwindling in Miami, but like that, when you have like that great of like a guy, it it kind of changes. Like you saw it, you saw when um. When when Jordan before he got Pippen and then after he got Pippen, like how to change and then even with Pippen, how like uh when Jordan left that first time, how like it was kind of different because he had to be like the go-to guy in some situations and he had to like trust other guys more. It it changes. So I think if 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 Wade hadn't won a title with Shaq in 06 your point would have been more valid, John. And I, mm-hmm. I get that, but it's like that that championship blow, like they, they call it like the championship uh, 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 celebration, where it's just like after the, after the, you know, title and you win, teams start to kind of take their foot off the brakes, you know, a little bit. Well, yeah, but I'm just I'm all I'm all I'm saying is is with Kobe the difference is he was in the West and the West has always been stacked. Well, no, but he so, was like, still he making the playoffs. He didn't though. make the West. I mean, he still made the playoffs like that one year when he went to the right. Game. There were, so there were a couple years he didn't make the playoffs, and there was yeah. a couple years he went out in the first round. And There's one year he didn't make the playoffs. It's the year Shaq, after they yeah. trade Shaq. It's when they get when they got Rudy Tomjanovic, and then like he misses the last twenty games. And Rudy Tomjanovich leaves, and mm-hmm. leaves, and then the next two years they lose to uh, yeah. the Suns, and then they get yeah. Gasol. They get Gasol and it changes. Go ahead. I was just jumping in for that. No, no, no. So like again, I, I get that a lot of people, the majority of people, have weighed over Harden. My my knock on him, and again, is I for me, if you're not specifically the guy on your championship team, I don't count it as your championship ring. It's it's your you're you're on that team, but like for me, that 06 championship was kind of like half his, half Shaq's, and I get that. So like, so you don't count Kobe with five <laughs> rings, then? I've always I've always said it, and I have Kobe as the third greatest player of all time. In my head, Kobe has about three and a half rings. Three and a half rings? <laughs> I would go less than that if that's what you say. <laughs> I think what he's saying is that the two rings Kobe has are on Kobe. The first ring is all Shaq, except for the one game when Kobe steals right. it. And then I don't know how he yeah. did three and a half. So, 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 so no, so, so I give him his, you know, you're right. I give him three. So like I give him his two that he got where he was the man. And then I, I, I mean, I, I guess I give him like a half a ring. Yeah. For, like, he gets like a half a ring for each of his rings. Cause yeah, so he gets like a he gets like a half. Because in two, he doesn't get like a in full 2010, he wasn't that great. In fact, they almost lost because of Kobe. 
Right. So, but I'm just which I'm, one? Is, I'm sorry. Which one are you talking about? When they played the Celtics the second time. Yeah, okay. and Ron Artest had to bail but him I'm, out. But he was. The, but he was the captain. He was the guy on that team. He's the reason they got to that finals. Well, he, he's talking he about the Shaq. He's talking about Shaq. Yeah, I count those rings as Shaq's rings because I mean Shaq was a like god level basketball right. player those years. Shaq was the best player in basketball right. that wasn't close. So I mean, like that. That seems like 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 for me, like right. So so Kobe gets drafted at thirteen. For me, like if another player, like an Iverson, got drafted, I, I don't think I, I don't think Iverson would have won with Shaq. Uh, I think there's a lot of player. I think there's a lot of players that would have won. In that I think Ray, I think Ray. I think Ray Allen would have won with Shaq. Yeah. I don't think Iverson. Oh yeah, so, see, so, yes, yeah, so let's go with that. Like if Ray Allen gets drafted under that team instead of Kobe, I think Ray I Allen think has I, those rings. I think Iverson is much like Westbrook. You've got to build the whole team around him or else it's not going to work. And that's why it only worked See, one time. Yeah. Which is why I always I don't hard think that's over. true. I'm sorry. I, I think that was I think that's a misconception with Iverson. I think you could have built a team. The problem was we really didn't we never saw it really except when he was like with Denver with Melo, but by that time he had kind of aged out and was going to his twilight years. I think if you had, if they had built a well, the back first, of the team, if you had got Chris Webber in your prime, the first or, year, you know the guys they tried to build around. It was, well, they always got guys yeah. too late because he had Joe, he had Jerry Stackhouse, and um, did y'all listen? I mean, I'm sorry, Emmanuel, did you listen yeah. to the Book of Basketball? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Know. So apparently, Stackhouse and Iverson Cruz didn't mm-hmm. like each other. But if you know anything about Jerry Stackhouse, Jerry Stackhouse is fucking. <laughs> Go ask Jeff Hornets that. Go ask Jeff Hornets. That's the first thing that pops up when you Google Jeff Jerry Stackhouse him beating the shit yeah. out of Jeff Hornets that. And and that's sad that they and, couldn't work it out because I mean like that's Stackhouse before his his epic uh, Detroit Pistons yeah. run. And then like they got the big dog Glenn Robinson like too late. They got a uh, Weber. Chris Weber too late. Yeah. And then by the time he goes with Melo, they got, they got like he's too late get, too because by the time. They got Iguodala. No, they got Iguodala too late for Iverson because Iverson was They got Iguodala and Corver right. too late for Iverson. So if you look at him in Denver, he's getting smoked by Kobe and he's getting smoked by the Spurs. Right. Like he's just not the same yeah. guy. And then by the time, by the time he goes to the Pistons, it was over. By the time he got to the Memphis, by the time he got to Detroit, it was over. Like that. That's my biggest thing with Iverson is he left five years on the floor. He's yeah. too busy doing other stuff. Like well, you could. Yeah, I mean, um, go ahead, Jim. Go ahead, Emmanuel. I'm sorry. I mean, he, to his credit, though, he was he was like Jordan, where, like they like Bill was saying, like he would he would be all out, you know, hours of the night, never sleep. But he would also be, you know, the mm-hmm. most amped up for the game against, like, you know, the the Washington Bullets or whatever, or the, you know, Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there was mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, give and take to to Iverson, and if you could have made it work, it was it was great. Well, if we're going only of that era. Bill was saying Paul Pierce would have been a perfect number two, and I don't agree with that. I think Paul Pierce. I don't know. Paul I think by the time early in his career, he was with um, 
is with the Ricky Davises and Antoine James. I mean, Antoine Walker's in the world. Antoine James. Antoine Walker. Antoine Walker. Yeah, of the world. I think he probably would have done great in comparison. I, I, <laughs> I think, I think Paul. I think Paul Pierce has had a better career than Alan Robinson. I know people like to make fun of. Him. I mean, he had Paul Pierce by like. Hold on, Paul Pierce by like year three was taking that Celtics team to the conference finals. I think. I don't think Paul Pierce at that specific moment was meant to be a sidekick. Well, no, I mean, but he, he, he kind of was often known as sidekick even during those prime years because, like I said, he had to deal with, like, the Ricky Davises and the uh, Antoine Walkers uh, Walk in the world. So, I mean, and then he also had to deal with the first couple of years, uh, uh, what's buddy name, um, the stupid coach that was the GM. Oh, um, uh, the guy that's in – College basketball. Yeah. He's, he's part of Louisville. Yeah. I, and now he was a Knicks coach. I can't think of his name. It's not John Calipari. It's, uh, it's Rick. Damn it, John. You watch bas- college basketball? Yeah, I watch basketball. What's the guy that, was, that con- coached Kentucky and coached Louisville? And then he got fired for fucking a hooker on yeah, Rick Pitino. Pitino. Yeah, Rick Pitino. Yeah, Thank you. We were all both. Yeah, doing that nonsense. <laughs> so, I mean, he was already in the in it, you know. It's just on a different team. So, with a more stability towards that, I think I think they probably, if they had Pierce, I think they probably would have built a more cohesive unit because that was part of the problem with those 76ers teams too with Iris, and they was trying to always find like a co-star or whatever. Well, well, you realize that co-stars during that time were Eric Snow and yeah. Well, you will you realize they drafted Larry Hughes instead of Paul yeah. Pierce and Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. I did not know. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know Larry Hughes was in that draft. Yeah. <laughs> I only think of Larry yeah. Hughes as, as LeBron's sidekick. I forgot he was a Sixer. He was a Sixer, a Wizard. Yeah, uh, I, I remember that he was a Sixer, and he was actually like he was actually he was uh, warm. He was decent. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. He just didn't fit with Iverson, and not a lot of people. He didn't fit with anybody. That's what I'm saying. Larry Hughes didn't really fit with anybody. Gilbert Arenas, LeBron. No, but neither did. But neither did. But neither did. I, I mean, look, I'm a big Iverson fan, and like the one of the big downsides. And so, like, I'll put it like this. So, his best comparison, the most accurate comparison to Iverson, is Westbrook. Yeah. Like if you if you're a younger fan and you didn't watch Iverson, you're watching Westbrook. You're seeing a lot of what Iverson brought to the table. Mm-hmm. The difference well, is, and I'll say this as a compliment to Westbrook, and I'll say this as a compliment, part of it's a compliment to Iverson. I think for a team basketball, Westbrook is the better player because Westbrook practices for one, and that's a big thing. Because like while he did while Iverson didn't need to practice, the team needed to practice with him. They needed to well, know where he was going. Where, 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 <laughs> And, and I, Iverson was not big on being. No, a that's not true. He just that's wasn't. That's not true. That's not true. Well, that, that's, a that's what Bill and that's what Bill and Jay had done. They said at the end, like when they had Westbrook over him, even Jay was like, "Yeah, Westbrook does more." But yeah, I don't really know much about Iverson as a teammate. I just know Iverson. Iverson flamed out of the league way before he yeah, should have. Well, and, well, and that's what I was going to say is the compliment to Allen Iverson. As much as I put Westbrook over Iverson, mm-hmm. Westbrook is doing what Westbrook does, which is basically like his max version is what Iverson yeah. gave you. Mm-hmm. And and his max version is a guy who practices hard, works out nonstop, 
seems to have a very good family life and doesn't stay out till all hours of the night. Like, literally is a focused athlete. And Iverson did what Westbrook was doing. What? While, like, not practicing, not seemingly, like, like it wasn't like, he didn't look like he was someone who, like, lived in the gym. He actually lived it like lived in the clubs and was out no, late at night. I mean, like I, Iverson was able to do what Iverson did without like doing the peak things that an athlete did. Like, how um, can you just imagine how scary Iverson would be if he had like a Curry level work ethic? Well, I mean, he he was pretty. I mean, like I said, his his balance is kind of like Jordan, where people made the the, the knock on Jordan at a time because he was spin all hours of the night in the casino or playing golf at 6 a.m. and, you know, and, and then going to practice. That was Iverson. He was he was in nightclubs at 6 a.m. and then went to practice. But at the same time, uh, so, so, I mean, so he didn't really value – because they even talked about it too on that the podcast. Like that whole – the practice thing – is just part of that whole conference, like that whole that whole thing. That there was so much talk about just in that that one hour or so. I think it's like an hour and a half of uh, um, of media session, and then the practice thing is like eighteen minutes of it, and then practice thing, you know, blow. Right, right. but in docu- but in documentaries, Iverson Iverson has said that if he had one regret. He wishes that he was more yeah. team focused and he wished that he was more he was more that he let himself right. be more coachable. Well, there's a great story that Olive Iverson had about Kobe Bryant when they were very young. Yeah. And this is like very young. This is before Kobe Bryant even wins a title. He was like, the biggest difference between me and Kobe Bryant was one night we were together in Las Vegas and it was like twelve o'clock at night. Kobe, what are you doing? Kobe said, I'm going to the gym. And Kobe asked yeah. Alan Iverson, what am I doing? What are you doing? He said, well, I'm going out to the club. And that's right. to John's point. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying is, it's like, as an Iverson fan, like, I, I want people to, like, I don't know how much in the future when you look at his stats and you look at his achievements, like, you, people are going to assume, oh, he that's what he had. That was his max ability. Like, he left so much, not just years, but he left during the years that he was a star and scoring, like, 50 yeah. points in games. He he left so much on the table because if he had the same work ethic as, like, a Westbrook or, an, or a Steph Curry, he would be maybe the best player he's ever played. Well, no, no, because he's that. too Because he's still, I mean, yeah, and I think that's the biggest – you talk about the difference but, between him and Westbrook, and that's one of the easiest differences right there. Yeah, they both got an but they both got an MVP and one of them got it with extra inches and a lot but more I, focus. And one I of them think got to it. be fair though to, to Iverson, part of the reason Westbrook has been so successful is his size. Like if Iverson was six three, this this would be a totally different conversation. <laughs> and that was one of the things even Kobe said. Like he was like if be over with like that was part of the that was part of the Iverson thing was he was under six feet he was barely 510 like they like Bill made a knock that Taylor Swift was taller than him it's taller than him like well well and seeing I think and I think it would have been over with even at his size if he just had any kind of like any kind of 
like I, coachable work. I disagree with that because in that era, he was not going to beat Tim Duncan and, and yeah. Shaquille O'Neal in that era. That era is dominated by sure. that yeah, specific yeah. 10-year era from 2000 to 2010 is dominated by three players, Tim Duncan, Shaquille O'Neal, and Kobe Bryant. Tim Duncan and Shaquille O'Neal have four titles in that era. Kobe has five, and then Duncan gets the fifth one in 2014. He, I don't, unless he had like Alonzo Mourning or something before the kidney injury. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. You were not going to beat that specific era yeah. of Spurs and like. I mean, he got close. Yeah, I wasn't even so much talking titles as I was talking about like the guy was already putting up fifty in games. Well, I mean, yeah, like, like I'm saying, I'm saying his stats probably would have been bigger because you're right. The the OOs, the West, literally, like if, even if it wasn't the Spurs and the Lakers, like there were teams behind that that probably would have won the title over teams. Well, the Kings and the Mavericks, for yeah. sure. The East were was awful compared to the West. That was probably the most lopsided. I think the been. only two teams that break up those 2010s of Lakers and Spurs is one Miami Heat team and one Detroit Pistons yeah. team. Detroit! And then one Boston Celtics team in 2008. So in yeah. the, yeah. And the two, from, from 1999 to 2010, the Spurs win four, the Lakers win five, and then the Pistons, Heat, and the Celtics win Heat. one. And that makes up to 2000. Yeah. And then in 2014, you've got uh, the Spurs win one, the Heat win two, the Warriors win three, the, the Lakers and the Raptors win one. Yeah. But back to um, the thing with Iverson is, Iverson and Vince Carter, to me, feel like they've left a lot. Like, you know, Daniel Monte, the, the, the kid from Canada, who's in the group, who loves yeah. the Raptors. Whenever me and him have a conversation is I'm always and Emmanuel, you listen to the podcast, yeah. right? Bill said, like, I felt like that two that series between Vince Carter and Allen Iverson was gonna lead to something. And when you really look at it, that's both of those guys yeah. peak and it never gets any yeah. better. And I always felt like Vince Carter and Allen Iverson, because I, I don't blame Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady's problems with injuries, but I always felt like Vince Carter and Allen Iverson left so much talent on the floor where, like, there's a period where, okay, Shaq and Tim Duncan are the, the guys we're going to take from this era. And then you could mix up Kobe, T- Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter, and Allen Iverson. Then Kobe Bryant just dwarfs their careers because Tracy McGrady, unfortunately, because of injuries. And I always felt like Vince Carter and Allen Iverson just didn't care. Enough. Yeah. That's yeah. me personally. No, I think that's, that's, that's accurate. I, th- I mean, with Vince – it was the whole Toronto thing is just a nightmare from his his perspective. Uh, before they got, I mean, we, and they just got like, and they just getting Chris Bosh when he leaves too, which you know add insult to injury. He had just been patient. Like, did you guys know Vince Carter was a, a Phoenix Sun at one point? Yeah. I yeah. Like, I did. I was like, Vince Carter was on a, what year? Was, what team was he on? With the, was Jason Kidd? Was Steve Nash there? When the fuck was Vince Carter a Phoenix Sun? He actually, he actually at one point he was on the Phoenix Sun team with. Uh, oh yeah, Shaq. that's cool. And that's Grant. Cool. They had they had they had Shaq. Yeah, yeah, they had Shaq and Grant Hill and Vince Carter on the same team. And then he was on Orlando. Yeah, I remember Orlando because that was after New Jersey. That was after the Mets. Yeah. When they when they had yeah, the White House and trying to change their whole system, trying to win the title. But that was the period. That was the 
period where like if you if you had like a bad year and you were a kind of like had a name for yourself the nets or i mean the uh the sun picked you up because there's a lot of stars that you can you can go back and you can like put a montage together of like stars that you didn't think ever played for the suns and the suns jersey yeah those are the uh steve curry years yeah, like Penny or, Hardaway. No, played there. That, that I think that was right before Steve Kirk. Well, that's part of Steve Kirk because I think like with Penny and them were there. He he just gets or he's about to get there, and then he trades them and whatnot. He brought in Shaq and Vince Carter. Like, yeah, like they almost they almost put Penny yeah. and Shaq back together on the uh, Suns. Mm-hmm. They missed each other about a year. Yeah, they they traded they traded on to the Knicks. Penny. They had a. Yeah, they had Penny and Jason Kidd at the same time. Well, um, Emmanuel, because you're the Chris Paul fan on the show, would you would you rather have? Because they both had they had Chris Paul over Allen Iverson. Do you think Chris Paul is better than Allen Iverson? And I'm not going to disagree with you if you do, because I'm not a Allen Iverson fan. Mm, I don't know, man. I I don't. I think I think no. I think they're probably like on a similar path, which is which is funny. Just in a different way, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, both short. They both for yeah. Sure. I think the yeah. only thing obviously Iverson has over Chris is his final and MVP. MVP. You know, other than that, I think I, Iverson is more of a scorer too. To to be fair, but he he does he. I think just like Mike, I think Iverson probably could have averaged like a double double in assists, or or Mike could have averaged. Because I think for even a period of time, Mike Irish like a triple double. I think that was in play for both of those. Yeah, there was a there was a period when they moved Michael Jordan yeah. to the point guard because the Bulls. So I think I think that was in play for Iverson too. Maybe because he was pretty good. Even you know we we not him for his size, but he was pretty good at rebounding, which is funny too. <laughs> so I think he probably could have. Well, yeah, I think he probably he could probably have triple, have, he could have been a triple double. I don't think he could have been a triple double. Uh, at the double. Le- yeah, at the very least, it would have been double double in assists. Uh, but yeah, well, I don't think he ever averaged. He had never averaged double double in assists yeah. in his career. No, I don't think, not once. I think he did. did it. Let me go. Look I think up. He, he might have. Oh yeah, well, yeah he, he did. Well, he well, did. He, the thing yeah, is, he didn't uh, even play Denver. point guard when he was with them. He didn't play point guard a lot of those years with the Sixers. Yeah. Uh, Eric Snow was the point guard. And he would play two guard, even though he would end up taking I mean, the he, ball at the top of the key a whole lot. He, yeah, I mean, he was essentially, you know, he was what what LeBron is essentially. You know, he, he the most assists Allen Iverson ever averages in a series in a season is seven point yeah. nine, and that is that is with the Philadelphia seventy yeah. six. No, he, yeah, I mean, he did yeah, get a double double. It's just that's not a lot of them. He he never averaged that in a season. Well, look. Let's be let's let's be honest about it. Dude yeah. wanted to score. He liked shooting the ball. He liked he liked absolutely. The one the ball the There's basket. no question about it. He was he was guaranteed <laughs> to shoot thirty shots. He was he was an amazing he was an amazing scorer. I'm looking at his especially stats. at his size too. Again, he was under six feet playing against giants. You just talking about Tim. Well, let's put it this way too. So all the things that he averaged, the point like like. Raph's looking at it. What's what was it? What were his two highest averages? So teams? in two thousand one and two thousand two, he averaged thirty one point one, thirty one point five, and in two thousand four, 
averages 30.7. So when he gets to Denver, he averages 24.8. And then the second season, because he gets traded, he averages 26.4 in Denver. And then it's like, because he gets traded to uh, the Pistons during the season, it goes down to 18 points. And and now again, for pe- for people who are too young to actually watch Iverson play, the what needs to be pointed out was he was doing thirty points per game, and he was doing it without yeah. really a three pointer. No, like nobody, nobody shot point shooter. Like hard, no. So like so like Harden when he puts up like thirty five a game, thirty four a game, whatever it is, like he's doing that with a lot of threes. Yeah. Well, I think for Iverson, and I think when you talk about like, like the difference between those two, like for Harden, it's, it's more effortless scoring. Like I think James Harden has a way easier time getting 30 than Iverson does. Oh, for <laughs> like, sure. It's not even a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so easy for James to, to get 30. And I think with Iverson, he got to get free throws. He got to go to the lane a couple times to get the free throws. He got to get the sweet spot because he was him and him and Kobe was, you know, those elbow jumping type guards. So he he was right there in T-Mac, too. But I think Iverson was kind of also known for that that whole, you know, 15 mid range jump shot sweet spot. He had to get those. James Harden is six foot five, 200 pounds, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm just pointing out how impressive it was that, like, for a guy that was sub six foot. He got almost all mm-hmm. of those points, and there was a lot of points going to the basket in a yeah. an era where, like, they still had big men. Like, he wasn't he wasn't going to the hoop against like right. some of these like six He's going eight to get seven like, footers essentially. Because even Tim Duncan is seven feet playing power forward, and David Robinson is in that same time. He playing against two that, points. That's exactly that's what I'm yeah. talking about. There was no way he was ever going to win during that era because yeah, Shaq and Tim Duncan and David Robinson winning all the titles. Yeah. Like, Allen Iverson was not going to get, like, a title yeah. during that era. So, like, the, when you hear me talk about it, and that's the reason I'm an Iverson fan, because it was, like, it was fun to watch, like, this person who's probably, who, in my case, is shorter than hey, short him. Enough. Hey, shorter than him. Out yeah, there. Yeah, he's shorter than everybody. Right. He's, he, and, and, and he's out there, and he's scoring 50 points in a lot of games against – Yeah. A full NBA team, like because he's basically the way he plays yeah. is always like. And I mean, you knew five. so going in his hand a lot of the times too for the teams, especially during the season. There was nothing you could. Yeah. Do. So, um, <laughs> um, John, the year that the Miami Heat win the title with uh Shaq and Wade. Oh, see, Wade is putting up. Wade is putting up twenty seven. Uh, yeah, he's he's doing work. So he was, yeah, the was pretty. He, he was the reason. Yeah, Wade. Yeah, Wade was. Shaq was still, t- but Shaq was yeah. still tail end of his prime. No, Shaq was still. No, he Shaq was Shaq. He was putting up eighteen with no, Dixie, but, but no, Shaq should have won the MVP the year before. Yeah, fucking, what's the called Steve Nash? So Shaq yeah. was still putting up twenty, twenty two and ten. Wow. So it wasn't like oh six. It wasn't like yeah. uh, I think oh six. Say that again. Oh six. He was putting up a little less. He's putting up twenty and ten. Yeah, was he? I thought it was. 18. I'm looking at it. Okay. No, it's it's it, oh, it goes down to seventeen. Yeah, the next year. The year they played. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's the next year. So, I'm just saying, like Wade was pretty impressive, yeah. and then like the years that 
the years that they're not yeah. in contention is what John is talking about. Wade is constantly putting up like 27, and then he has the one big 30 point year, and then they get LeBron and it drops down. Yeah. And look, and again, I get, I get, and I, I like on some level, I get the argument for it's not one of those things where like I completely can't see the but argument. I, think- I can see the argument for why you put Wade over Harden, but, but again, for someone who, who was, is considered mm-hmm. a superstar, not just a star in the East, which was completely the weakest league for a lot of those years where a lot of teams got snuck into the eight and seven spot. There were, there were a couple years where he couldn't even get to the eight spot. And there were a couple years there on his own where he got to the eight and seven spot. Well, there's the one year the where they round. completely like the year that he puts up like 30 is the year, like where they don't make the playoffs. Yeah. And that, I that's think, the year they draft Michael Beasley. Yeah, he was hurt though too that year. I think that's part. Of uh, let me look. I think that's part. Of I have to see how many games he played. I think you might be right. I think I have to see how many games. But I think that to be fair though, John, to him, like I think that's part of the reason though too, is because he was hurt a lot of times. About time he got back. So he was hurt the year that they drafted Michael Beasley. He only played uh, forty nine yeah. point games. But then the year that he's averaging thirty, the that's the year where they get they lose a seven game series to the Hawks. Yeah. So that's what John was talking about, and that's in the first yeah. round. And that Hawks team was pretty crap. And 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 again, so and that's what I'm saying is I would have a lot more respect if there was a year, just give me a year like that year where he's scoring thirty a game. Well, you would take Wade over Iverson, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. My 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 thing is is I which I've said for years is I think when it's all done, the the ranking for all time shooting guard is probably going to be Jordan Kobe, and then we're probably not going to like it. Just like a lot of people don't like admitting that Carl Malone is that high, but Harden's probably going to be the third well, best I think, shooting guard. I think so that's what that you. Well, I think that's that's his argument with Carl Malone. I don't, I, I, I don't think it'll matter. I don't think. But my argument, my but my car, but my Carl, my argument about Carl Malone is, I think, like, all, look already. If you look at this, then career stat by career stat, like he's all he's almost over yeah. or over Wade in almost every category, and he's got like, and Harden's got like five or six more but years. Bro, he's probably but they're all thirty again. It's all power forward because I guarantee it's probably around the same spot as you would put James Harden. Well, where would you have you have Tim Duncan and then Kevin Garnett and then it's Carl Malone and Dirk? Right? What about Kevin McHale? Because Kevin McHale, no, I'd have Carl Malone. Kevin McHale, no, I'd have Kevin McHale in back. the '80s. He's Probably. literally best power forward. Yeah, but you, you need to actually go look up Kevin McHale's stats and compare them well, to Carl Malone. They're not that. Important. They're not. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not because the you know Charles Barkley and Carl Malone well, were playing with Larry Bird, so. That's okay. Hold on, Emmanuel. You but think yeah, if man. you put Carl Malone or Charles Barkley on now Celtics team, they're still not going to win three rings? Oh, absolutely. But that, because Larry Bird was so much better. But yeah. that, that's part of the point is Kevin McHale was still getting 50, 50 piece games. So, well, let me well, let me ask you a question. How high do you? <laughs> well, how high do you? How high do you rank James Worthy? Because James Worthy and Kevin McHale are essentially the same dude, and nobody uh, ever talks about James Worthy. No, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think 
I mean, James, James Worthy won a final. James Worthy won a Finals MVP against that great. He did, Warriors. and I think I don't think you. I don't, when it comes to small forwards, though, that's that's a different category compared to power forwards. I think that's a different category. Look, look, Stockton, Stockton, make Stockton and McHale aren't oh, making it. To a no, hell no, no, hell that would be a good hell team. No. <laughs> No, that wouldn't. No, that wouldn't. No, that wouldn't. I think Kevin McHale. Look, that's, that's just a fact. Stockton McHale wouldn't make it into the finals. Kevin McHale and the Suns ain't making it to the finals, dude. I'm sorry. I don't know, man. Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale and Gary Payton ain't making the finals. I'm just going powerful. I don't know, man. I don't know. Exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you, Rap. He's already made the finals. You know, like Gary. This is Larry. This is Larry Bird slander. You're slandering Larry. No, this is this is talking about Larry Bird was. McCam gets that Slandering Larry Legend. No, but just like just like Jordan and Magic didn't do it alone. Larry Bird didn't do it alone either. Oh no, I'm not. No, but uh, no, but that's what I'm saying. But I'm, that's what I'm saying, though, is we're talking like when we're talking like top five power forwards. Mikel's not there. He was a sidekick. There were guys who, as the star, the top of their five team, power, forwards power forwards in a specific order is Tim Duncan is always number one, and then you have got Kevin Garnett, Carl Malone, yeah, Dirk Nowitzki, and Charles Barkley. And you could argue whoever you want, but, but Tim Duncan is always number even one. Charles, and then you can argue Charles, those, those even Charles others. Barkley himself, yeah, yeah, Mikel yeah. over him. So. Yes, he would because he has said it multiple times. Oh, come on. Well, he, he said it. He's the hard. Well, he didn't know, dude. He didn't put Larry Bird over him. I saw an interview with Dan Patrick where I saw an interview with Dan Patrick where he said he's better than Carl Malone. He said Magic Johnson and, and um, Jordan are better than him. He said, I don't know if Larry Bird was better than him. So if he doesn't know Larry Bird is better than him, he doesn't think Kevin McHale is better. He said multiple Sorry. times on national television that. He said he's the hardest. Was, was better than him. He has said that. No, he, no, he said he's the hardest. He never said he was you better than him. I've seen it. I guarantee you. No, you can't. He said it multiple times. Kevin McHale ain't got nothing for no Charles He has Barkley said it multiple him. times. <laughs> Kevin McHale was, was that dude when it comes to Charles Barkley. What Charles Barkley took for him? Put either Charles Barkley or Carl Malone on the Boston Celtics. They're winning the same. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. And 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 look and look. Just to our point, you put Mikhail on the Sonics. You put him the on Jazz. the Suns. You put him on the oh, Jazz. None of those teams are making the I finals. Think, I think I have I to look think, up Kevin Mikhail. They're not. I think they can. He wasn't. He, wasn't, he was good for what he Kevin did. The Jazz just because Re- that that was that was Jerry's system. He wasn't the dynamic was, scorer that I, Kemp was, they or Barkley was, or Malone was. As much as a telegraphed as it was, it still was a good system. So I think if you talk about so Jazz, Kevin, I think they're at least making it one year. Kevin McHale's best year ever is 1986-87, and I think the Celtics lose yeah. to the Lakers. That wait, year. which year? He averages 86-87. They lose to the Lakers in the finals that year. He averages 26 points and nine rebounds. That's an average. That's his best season. I'm looking at his stats. The rest of the rest, that's an average Carl Malone, Charles Barkley. Yeah, that's not their best year. But at the same time, again, you're talking about guys who have the ball in their hand versus a guy 
who necessarily doesn't have a ball in this hand all the time. Well, I have to look up Larry Bird. Yeah, yeah, well, yes, but we're also talking about a guy like all those other guys well, face the best defender. They, they, have, he face the best they always defender. have all, the best defender. They also have him. Robert Robert yeah. Parrish on that team. Yeah. Yeah. So they had a big right front court. So the so the, so like so like you got to remember. You always have to remember that too. That's the difference between a sidekick and a and the star of a team. Well, the sidekicks getting so Larry Bird, Larry Bird's best season and compared to these other guys. They was playing in the nineties and well, 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 no, he played like Mikhail played. But, no, but he was, 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 was long. But he was washed. He was washed. He was washed. He was washed. He was Was pretty much gone at that point. He had a broken foot. No, he was he was, he was done. So, so like, I'll, hold on. But yes, to what we Larry started. Larry best though, year is yeah, 1988. It's 29.9. Yeah. No, that's not an MVP year because he wins the MVP three years in a row and then Magic wins and Magic and um, Jordan oh, okay. split. So it's not an MVP. Really? No, because he wins the MVP that's from – 85, 84 to 86 because Magic wins in 87. Right. Because uh, of the, the massacre that happens. Yeah, so. Look, if you're playing with Larry Bird, either Barkley or Malone would have win the title. Because oh, they also have Robert Parrott. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, not saying that nobody win a title with Larry Bird. I think Kevin McHale, like, I'm trying to look up what what Robert Parrish. He's putting up like 17, 18. I think I think I think Mikhail, I think Mikhail ends up like for me like Mikhail makes it somewhere like so who seven, be six, eight, nine in that range of power forwards. Ooh, that's a good question. I would probably have Mikhail, but I have to yeah. Think about I mean, it. he's he's right there. It's not like he's twenty or something. <laughs> yeah, because right when, when you actually look up. <laughs> We actually look oh, up Sean oh, Kemp. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he has, he, has, he has like two good years, Sean Kemp. No, 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 no. I wouldn't put Sean Kemp on. And then as much as I love Chris Webber, Chris Webber is Well, that's because he also got traded too many times and he had a lot of team issues. Well, the, the, the thing Emmanuel is is that the power forward from 2000 on is, became much more yeah. of a stretch for us. So you would like – so honestly, like LeBron James and like Kevin Durant and – Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are kind of this era's power forwards, uh, even though they're playing the three. The four has yeah. become the, the the four has become the weirdest position yeah. to like rank at this point because there's so many there's so many guys who play the four like like realistically. Now that we're talking about like where we're gonna rank fours, like what we not? may not want to talk about it right now and may not want to put them there right now. But now, but now, oh, statistically, absolutely. and winning a championship, Anthony Davis is probably. I would, I would take Anthony Davis over. Oh, well, come on, that's not fair. <laughs> of course, you, of course you would. That's not fair. That's not fair. Of course you would. I wasn't even thinking about Anthony Davis until John just said it. I was like, "Oh, that's yeah, right. He is a fool." That's not fair. I wasn't. I wasn't even like bringing up. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over, meanwhile I'm over here biting my tongue, and I'm but I'm, I want to. I've been wanting to say no, you I'm taking Landry. Hey, take who? Hey. Yeah, I would. You would not take Bill Landry. I would. Take Bill Landry. Bill Landry. Bill Landry was playing the yeah. center though. He, he wasn't he, playing he, the he, four. 
Okay. Okay. Actually, yeah. The, no, I, you know what? You know what? You're right. I'll take the four on that team. I'll take the four on that team. Oh, Dennis I'm Rodman him in the top five power forwards. I would take Dennis yeah. Rodman really? over Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Yeah, but like, I think that, that's that's not really fair to Kevin McHale. No, that's not. That's really? the greatest. No, but that's not fair to Kevin McHale because Kevin McHale would yeah. do more. It's, yeah, I think I would. I would take Kevin McHale over Dennis For Rodman sure. unless I'm playing with Michael right. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you take Dennis Rodman if that's your first two <laughs> options. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. He also got two yeah, rings with the Pistons. Because of him, man. That was because Isaiah Thomas yeah, and Joe Tudor guards. Uh, under six feet, to like six feet two guards ever in the league. So, I mean, come on. That wasn't because of Dennis Rodman. That was because of Joe Tudor and Isaiah Thomas. I want that. I want that Kobe. I want that Kobe meme of uh, where Kobe's <laughs> counting to five. I want. I want Dennis Rodman to redo that. I would take. I would take Dennis Rod. Well, you know why? Because we saw what Dennis Rodman did with David Robinson. He was a failure. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. To be fair, he had his best. He had his best he was year playing with San He, well, he, he didn't he finish. He didn't, greens. he didn't finish San Antonio because they were churchy, and that's why they traded him. Because he was bang, he was banging out Madonna during that. Exactly. Spurs, yeah. He's the least Spurs player. That I mean, ever they got, played on the they got a few. See, Spurs, Spurs low key got a few guys. You'd be like, oh, they play with the Spurs. You know what? You know what James Harden is, and I know you're going to say Carl Malone, but James Harden is. What David Robinson would be if he never had Tim Oh Duncan. yeah, that's a good. That's probably a good, better comparison. Yeah. David Robinson has an MVP mm-hmm. and he has scoring titles and he would put up these amazing numbers. But then come playoff times, Carl Malone or the Portland Trailblazers, somebody or, Elijah Wong, his, or Charles you know, Barkley, would, you know what? Or Charles Barkley would like send yeah. him home. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's dead accurate. That's dead accurate. And that's where and then. And he was headed exactly to Tim the Carl Malone, yeah. Harden. Good thing he got hurt. Huh? He <laughs> young Good people thing he got need, hurt. Young, young people need to go look up what David Robinson was before oh. Tim Duncan got there. David Robinson's Man. stats are amazing. There's that. There's that one end of the game, like NBC Chiron, where they're running it on the bottom, and he's got like uh, 39 points, no, 41 points, something like that. And he's got like twenty rebounds, like yeah. uh, seven assists, and like ten blocks. And it's like a stupid. It's like one one game that he had. Is probably, yeah, like, like I talked earlier about how like James Harden is probably like effortless at scoring. David Robinson is probably the effortless, most effortless center to ever score in a game. Back, it just seemed like well, he was twenty. Easy. Well, you didn't. Well, you get drafted. I don't know. Or ninety-seven, yeah, because he, he ninety-seven. It's his rookie, yeah, rookie. His rookie is yeah. He was the year right after Iverson. So there's a big drop off between David Robinson pre Tim Duncan and David Robinson without with Tim Duncan. His numbers dropped, well, yeah, because he yeah. got hurt and then he never really he got a yeah, bad back. Or he never right? really came back right after that. To be fair to him, he was still good, but he wasn't as good. Kind of how uh, Sabonis was. Well, and that's the hope for James Harden is that James Harden, like if James Harden gets a ring, it's that he ends up either on a team or it's not going to be the Rockets. Someone comes to the team that gets him over no, the hump. 
I'm looking at no, Tim, I don't think so either. I'm looking at Tim Duncan stats, and I swear, like I factually know he's better than Hakeem Olajuwon, but nothing about my eyes ever tell me he's better than Hakeem Olajuwon. I'm looking at his stats; they're not that impressive besides one year. It's just winning. It's the win. It's the winning. It's it's a Yeah, his impressive stat is the winning. He really had 20 points, like in the first half, or like he has like those kind of weird games in the playoffs. Oh, he put yeah. it, he put it on the Lakers the yeah. year that they went oh, yeah. to the finals and, yeah. and beat us in the second round. Like I got nothing but respect for he this. He just has those just saying. weird games. <laughs> no, no, no. Tim Duncan was the king of that. Where like you watch you mm-hmm. you you watch the first half of a game, and you're like, man, Tim Duncan just wasn't. He must not be having a great game. And then you watch it they at the halftime, and they'll they'll be like, oh, he's got ten points. Like no one else like, has more than ten points got, like, on the Spurs. Fifteen points and ten rebounds already, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, where, where did they block? When did that happen? It's just. Yeah. You have no memory. I was watching the game. the yeah, he has 15 points in the first half. <laughs> Hold on, guys. I got news. Bobby Mark says well, James Harden wants well, out of well, him uh, Houston. And, well, and the Celtics are a potential suitor. I don't know about So, what would you have to get James Harden? It has to be a Jalen Brown. James Brown. Or yeah, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's gone if that happens. You know what they? You know what they're well, doing at that point. They're talking Hayward into resigning. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or opt out if he opts out. Yeah. To match, to match, sal- to match salary. Because <laughs> they have to pay. Well, well they don't. yeah, but then they'd have to match salary somewhere else. So I guess we should go there now. The big news was that James Harden and Russell Westbrook went out of Houston. So, so I was listening to so, what you call it earlier before we started, yeah. and it was like, you know, uh, with uh, Brian Winhorst. And Tim was Tim McMahon was saying, mm-hmm. like essentially, you know, Harden, ever since he's been on the Rockets, has kind of like wanted to like get to the next step. He, he's always wanted to like win, so it's always been, well, what is the franchise going to do in taking the next step? And you know, that was how they got Dwight, you know, and that was how um, they get Chris Paul, and then was, and then now Westbrook, and it was like I think. Now they were saying like there's kind of like some doubt about where the next step is gonna be because I I even said that said that a couple of weeks ago it's like they made steps but eventually you said that yeah. you said that last episode man yeah like Sorry, you, you said that you eventually episode. like there's a a progression to this kind of like a progress bar where you start here you start at step A and then you go to step B and then you go to step C essentially they went from step A to step D and it's like. There's not you're at the ceiling at this point eventually, or at least near the ceiling. Like there's no moves left. You gave up all your draft picks. I know players don't want to hear that, but that's that's part of the trade. You don't have any young assets. You don't have like a Jason Tatum or uh, uh, even a Jalen Brown type of guy. All your other players like uh, PJ Tucker and Eric Gordon, they want to get paid now, and the salary cap is already over the limit now. So you paying it to the luxury cash, which apparently the owner said he he has no problem doing. But I think there's not really there's no next move, and I think that was part of the reason why uh, Daryl left was there's nothing left here to do except rebuild. Yeah, John. 
No, I mean, and what exactly what Emmanuel said. There's no you. It's kind of like me and both me and Emmanuel play a lot of two K. Like you can trade to a certain point to build a team and try to win a t- win with a team, but then once you have that team and you've made all the moves, you've traded all your young pieces, you've traded all your draft picks. Like that's your team. You win with it or you don't, and then yeah. you're done. If you don't win with it, if it's a team that doesn't win, you've got to blow it up. And that's where they're at. Like they don't have any young pieces. The, the, the team is built in a certain way for a certain scheme. They've used every single bit of young talent that they had, every single draft pick that they've had to build this team. And it didn't work. And you go, you're going a different direction now. So if yeah. you're hard. And then they was talking about how like, Surge, why are you sticking around? You know, would be one of the guys they would target, but it's like, Serge Ibaka, as good as he's played and has been, been, has been, it's like Serge Ibaka isn't like Anthony Davis or, you know what I'm saying? He's not on that level where he could come in and kind of, you know, re-initialize, kind of revitalize the, the franchise. I mean, he's just – There's also a lot of there's also a lot yeah. of Serge Ibaka to the Lakers well, rumors that yeah. they mentioned in that podcast. Well, and even if they were going to bring in Serge Ibaka, like that makes sense if you have D'Antoni still there. Like that would be fun to watch with D'Antoni still there, but like D'Antoni's not there. Like so, and I think that was like, part of the like other thing too. Is D'Antoni um, offense? It seemed like D'Antoni? both Wes and James wanted um, a different coach than what they got. They wanted uh, 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 the guy who becomes an assistant for the new coach. Yeah. Um, and essentially, I mean, that probably plays in the play too. And and now Maury's yeah. gone, who who essentially traded for James Harden, kind of started this whole thing. It just seems like the writing's on the wall, unfortunately, for this team. Well, and and yeah, Maury that was famously now didn't want the, yeah. to make the Westbrook deal. He was kind of forced into it, and so. Like you know, you know right. you're playing on a team where like the owner is making the calls, not the general manager. Yeah, and then it seemed never, like even when Maury left, it didn't really that. seem like they were trying to get another guy to replace him because they ended up just re- promoting the assistant guy that was under Daryl. And then for the coaches, it seemed like they were really trying to get just like a you know guy who wouldn't expect demand a lot of money essentially so it seemed like as much talk as he has said about like you know pulling out the checkbook it seemed like at the top he didn't really want to and i you know play a yeah and look we've seen we've seen westbrook uh on a team that like look he's Don't westbrook's probably going to sort of piss like the pistons Hornets, yeah, he's he's and we're and we know what we're gonna get from him. We're gonna get exactly what we got in OKC. He's gonna get a version of him that goes out every night and tries to win the game on his own and gets triple doubles and is very impressive. The Harden thing is interesting because, like you said, like if he goes, to the yeah, Celtics, with Brad Stevens, yeah, Brad Stevens, maybe maybe you trade him, but as like, much as they yeah, love him, maybe so. that's part of the trade too. Like, Oh, you much, you right. much that part. Yeah. Like, like if he that's part of the trade. If uh, for sure, yeah, yeah. But if, but if he's in the East, 
if he's in the East, it's scary. Like that team's if he's in the East with another superstar, even a different just franchise, they're I in think, instant you know as, as good as like, the Rockets are franchise wise. You know, a new owner kind of is kind of instability with the Celtics. There won't be some new owner coming in. There won't be some fresh new GM and exec coming in. It's guys who. You know, the guys that own the Celtics have owned the Celtics for almost a decade now, or past, I think past a decade now. I think they were getting the same when uh, when the KG trade happened, or like right around that time. And, you know, um, uh, uh, the front office has been there forever, you know, <laughs> since Patino, essentially, almost. Well, Danny Ainge has been there, well, what, 15 years now? Well, well, all these guys requesting trades from Chris Paul to Westbrook to Harden has put Drew Holiday's down nowhere oh, yeah. no one to live. To where, to where oh, somebody's going to get Drew Holiday for less well, I mean, than expected. I think that, to be fair, though, I think that's probably because, accurate because yeah. you shouldn't probably give up a lot for Drew Holiday. Oh, we I totally agree, but like before all these names, Drew yeah. Holiday was like on everyone's wish list. But now that you can get Westbrook or Harden or Chris Paul, Drew Holiday is not even being thought of now. So like let's say Chris Paul ends up in Phoenix and then James Harden probably somewhere I don't know where James Harden is gonna end up, so forget him. And somewhere in the east, and then Westbrook ends up somewhere in the east. Then all of a sudden Drew Holiday seems a lot more yeah. gettable for like a you good just team. Probably- Unless he ends up on, unless he ends up on the Hawks, or which like would be weird hearing. though. That'll be I don't understand why the Hawks would do that. I mean, they could easily absorb his contract, but what would they be giving up? And but I mean, like I mean, Drew could easily be on like the Lakers. Now. Well, would you? Would you? <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, would you trade? Yeah, because it seems like also too, the Hawks are in play of uh, trading that pick too. So it seems like. So would you just? Just trade the six pick for uh, Drew Holiday. No, because no, they could have like you said. Not unless the owner has vividly said he wants to make the playoffs this year. That's exactly what the owner said. Because I was listening to the Ringer podcast yesterday, and Nate Duncan was like, "I don't understand that." And the other two guys, as, like, as, if, if that's a mandate that the owner has said, told me. You got to make the man. playoffs in the next two years. Cool. I don't know why he would say it like that. Because they don't want to. Because they don't want to. They don't want to turn off Trey Young the same way people are saying well, Devin Booker's being turned. Trey so Young is what his third year in the league. That's exactly what these guys said. They're like, why are you trying to please Trey Young when he's it's only like, in his second or third year? Right. But not only that, these are the moves. You have three more years of can. Get three also, more years of control. The, with them. This can do that same thing. These are those type of moves that you make that can re- do the same thing you're trying not to do. You make bad moves in the play of work. Yeah, all of a sudden, if you're bringing yeah. in Drew Holiday, or just like you bring in Drew Holiday, and it's like Maybe that turns you off. still don't make the playoffs or whatever, it's like you bring in this guy to essentially do nothing. Now that's I always thought, I always thought Drew Holiday was in play for the Lakers next year as a straight Well, player. I think he still has uh, another year or something left, like another year. 
You don't think like next year, unless he has a bad Mike Conley type season, you don't think he's going to opt out and try to get more I think Drew one last contract, if anything. So I don't, I mean, it's possible. Obviously, it's possible, but I don't, Drew doesn't seem like the type of guy who uh, would do something like that. But who knows? Well, how good is how good is Drew Holiday actually? Because I always hear he's good, and then like, look to John's point about Anthony Davis. Yeah, he made the playoffs twice. But that with was Drew also, to be fair, that was also so he, he, Drew Holiday was hurt. And yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Drew Holiday. Like yeah, recently, well, that's the other knock on Drew Holiday is he's never been able to stay healthy. Yeah, and, no, recently he stayed healthy. The one year that he missed a lot of games well, is because his wife was sick or something. He's really look look. Drew Holiday is really he, good. He's, if he was that's two, what he is. He's Mike Conley. If he was really, two, really if he was good. like maybe two or three inches taller, like, it would yeah, be he's Mike Conley. Yeah, I think if I think if Drew Holiday Except was like Mike, two Mike or Conley three inches taller, never made an All Star game. He was like Drew Holiday had. Well, he you know he, well is he a point guard or is he a shooting guard? And that's another thing too. He he kind of has like a point guard He's body, guard. you know. He kind of does point guard things, but he plays. He essentially is a, a shooting guard. Yeah, and I think if yeah, he can't he he can't be your number one ball handler. He's not like he's got to like be the third best player. He's, 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 he's as well. Chris Middleton, but like a better version. Yep, he's a better version of Chris Middleton, Ooh. but he's shorter. Like all that stuff about the Warriors trading two and Wiggins yeah, for Drew Holiday, I, I wouldn't. Why you would I'd rather have Wiggins. Than you a exactly. <laughs> I've never yeah. understood the the. the That's why I'm about to say. Essentially, like, you just you want Clay to play. The like, are we playing at that point? Are we playing Clay at the that. three? Yeah. Unless you. I mean, you move the ball. You move the ball around great. Oh, that's, absolutely! Your, and you're pretty good on defense. If that's too. your one, two, three. That's guys who <laughs> so, can really move the ball. But I mean, shoot, so. I mean, what? Yeah, I don't know that's if the I thing wanna, is, Drew Holiday is. If I want to just go to small ball like that, essentially. Yeah, I, I don't know if I want to just just you know you're make going a team based off small ball. ball. <laughs> You figure that if the Suns trade Chris Paul for Rubio and Oubre, they're flipping Rubio, right? Probably. I would imagine that's other than flipping Devin Booker. They don't have too many contracts. No, 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 no. If the trade is Chris Paul for Rubio and Oubre, then I'm saying once the Thunder get get Oubre, don't you think they could flip Rubio to the, the Clippers for something? I would well, think they would I have. Think I would think they'd have to eventually flip the them because they, they, they just have last year and they did pretty good. So I mean, I think that's yeah, but Rubio's not as good. Oh, Rubio's yeah, not as good as Chris I mean, Paul. He's still, you know, for what they want to do, he's still no, he's as not. effective in some way like Chris Paul was. Uh, I think if you, he does make obviously a ton less than Chris Paul. Uh, I think if the Clippers, I think I think if the Clippers can get Rubio, absolutely, be in a lot I mean the Clippers spot. need a point guard. So 
That's what they I need an able point guard body, essentially. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you could wait, if you could wait out the Suns trading Chris Paul to the the Thunder and the Suns Chris Paul trade, and then you could like jump on Rubio, I think the Clippers would be in a lot better spot than like taking Chris Paul's. I just think Chris. Well, Paul's, yeah, it's not know. nothing against Chris Paul. Yeah, I think for the his contract. I think for the Clippers, contract is too be a bad move just because of his contract. Like you said, they need so much other than a point yeah. guard. Like just getting a point guard and go. You know yeah. how much you have to give up to get Chris Paul. You yeah, have to gut your whole team if you're the Clippers too. Yeah. So I think the Clippers. Yeah. You know what you. You know what I you know what I kind of want to see this upcoming season? I wanna see I wanna see the and I'm gonna make Shameek uh mm-hmm. Shameek's day, Shameek boys from our group. I wanna see the Heat go all in, trade the young guys that they need to, trade the salary that they need to. I would love Harden in Miami bring in because Jimmy Butler would be yeah. the and it would the be, alpha dog. It would be what uh Daryl Morey wanted. Because <laughs> yeah. he wanted Jimmy yep. Butler. Yeah. Because you could have Harden put up these amazing stats to get you through the the regular season, and then Jimmy Butler would Maybe be the alpha goal to get him through the playoffs. And if and 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 look if they can if they can work out the contracts like we've seen it in the league, you can get a big three if, you, if, if everyone's more willing to play. Miami, Miami, really like with Miami? Go, completely gutted. Oh, they're not getting gutted. I'm I'm no, I'm saying Gian, no, I'm saying Gian, I'm saying Giannis at the end of the next year if he's looking over there and they got well Butler what do we, what do you have to trade to, to get James Harden to Miami? You have to trade a lot because you have to trade a lot. I mean, like the, anyone who's gonna mm-hmm. like we're about ready to see the Hall of all Halls. We talked about it a few podcasts ago. Like yeah, whoever's getting Harden yeah. is gonna have to give up probably a really oh, solid ben player Simmons. now, like a Jalen Brown. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the Heat have anything as good as Jalen Brown's events because you're not going to give up Bam. I don't, I, don't think I don't know if you are you. They might you, give up Bam. Like, if, I mean, I mean, look, if you're if you're Pat Riley, look, look, if you're Pat Riley and you've mm-hmm. already look, we know everybody talks to everybody in the league. If you're if you're Pat Riley and you've already kind of been told, yeah, but getting the meeting is comes different. Up, you are going to be in like you don't like have one or two people because the they're able to buy him right out. I'm uh, okay. Uh, okay, I'm just, I'm just saying he's going to be a free agent at the end of next year, at the end of this upcoming year. So in six months here, six seven months, he's going to be a you free do agent. Have honestly, trade assets. Miami he would can have just no go captions. there and walk. He doesn't. You don't have to trade assets for. If you get, you have to trade uh, the assets for. They wouldn't have the cap space to get. Not if you get. No, they wouldn't have the cap space to be honest. You have no cap space. James Harden makes makes 40 and Jimmy Butler makes 30. Well, Dragic isn't going to be there. The cap is only going up by like two, three, four million dollars. Yeah, but they got the which best guys? Look, the Warriors got three guys on max deals. The Warriors have four guys on max deals. The Warriors drafted all four guys. Yeah, Warriors have four guys on max deals, so you can get it done. The Warriors bought the three guys, and then they traded for the fourth guy. Okay. 
Okay, I'm yeah. saying the Warriors are paying a dude 40 next no, year. No, but what Emmanuel is saying is that they got that because they drafted yeah. three of those guys. They couldn't have signed three guys. guys. Right. They couldn't have signed four guys. Like the, 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 yeah, the yeah. way it works is, yeah, I mean, especially if uh, Giannis wants a Supermax on top of it. This is a, this is a done deal. <laughs> he ain't getting Yeah, great. Well, if you play, if you trade for James yeah, Harden, maybe you don't I, go after Giannis because maybe you think James Harden and Jimmy. Go. Go. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'd say. I wouldn't I'd trade, say buy I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't trade. I, you. Why wouldn't Milwaukee? If I could try, if, if I, if, if I could try <laughs> to get Harden and Giannis on the same team, no, because he's not. Because he's not gonna go. He's not gonna go to Milwaukee. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, yeah, like. And he was so glad to get out of there. Like, Come on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You he ain't wants, gonna he, wants, they, they he wants to go where there's a little bit of there ain't no there. strip clubs in Jersey retired in a strip club. The Milwaukee strip club is hot as a Miami strip club. Have you ever seen a Milwaukee strip club? John, you lived in Detroit. I said they exist. There's a difference. Oh, absolutely. They they do exist. Absolutely. But like your Friday Emmanuel, night talent is probably someone Emmanuel, else's you, Tuesday night. You watch AEW, right, Emmanuel? That female referee. <laughs> that's a that's a Milwaukee stripper. On a Saturday night. Oh, <laughs> I got to that fully true. <laughs> Hard, hard, hard would be there for like five minutes, and I'm like, I want out. Uh, Could you yeah. flip harder for Bill? I want I out. I mean, what you probably have to add. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to add more stuff, and why would you do that? I don't know why you would want to. Because you've got James Harden signed. Oh no, don't think contracts end around the same time, right? Yeah. So it's all. Um, actually, Bill has like one more year yeah. than Harden. Yeah. So it's basically a wash. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see where Harden goes. Now, now, yeah, like he can really switch to the balance of power on a on a podcast. I heard they had a three team trade. It was uh, Andrew Wiggins Mm -hmm. and um, the number two pick going to Houston. It was Ben Simmons. No, it was Ben Andrew Wiggins and the number two pick going to Houston. Ben okay. Simmons going to the Warriors, James Harden well, going to the Sixers. Why you go to state? No. You don't think Ben Simmons would fit with the Warriors instead of Wiggins? I don't know. I'm just... Well, the problem. Well, the problem is, is I mean, I, like I've seen the talk of Ben Simmons right. going to the Warriors. I just don't and see how it fits because like, their whole offense yeah. is predicated on any Ball movement and anything. playing without the ball. Two things, you know. So if you have Ben Simmons, Simmons not willing to shoot the three. Like. It's two. Yeah, three things Ben Simmons doesn't do. Sorry. Ben Simmons doesn't do well. You, you, don't, think oh, ben, you don't think Ben Simmons is a great over Wiggins, though? <laughs> well, that, well, that's, that's, one, that's, how, that, that's how that three-team trade works. Yeah, I can almost, I can almost, see but I, I can almost. I think that's probably, that's probably what's going to happen. Ben Simmons, like working better. Yeah, I think you trade Ben Simmons for Harden, and then you trade Horford for um, 
buddy healed. I don't think and you're stuck with him. You're stuck with just, you don't have to take less than what you probably want from Tobias Harris. Yeah. Well, well, but look, I mean, even keeping Tobias Harris at that point, if you've got yeah, uh, you in the East else, and you got Harden, Heald, Harris, and Embiid, like, that's a good team. Because you figure you put James Harden as the point guard, right? And then Heald is the two. Okay, yeah. Because Heald's a good shooter. Yeah. For sure. Like, like Harden on his own was, like, with not great teams, was taking – like the Houston Rockets to the second round of the West. Yeah. Now, Emmanuel, you I think, think Harden or the Nets is scary? Right? Dominate. Well, okay. I think well, you, if you were putting James Harden on the Nets, you essentially almost creating Phoenix Suns in the 2000s. They literally changed and essentially go, you know, uh, a new Golden State almost because you essentially getting the same kind of pieces. Do you Absolutely. think him, Kyrie, and Kevin Durant could share the ball? You would. You would finally. Okay. Dan Tony would get him off the ball. Finally, he'd finally be off the ball. Him. You think Kyrie Irving's well, ego could take him in the third Kyrie's guy? Ego, according to Kyrie's ego, because he didn't want to be. Well, according because he didn't want to be ego, the second ball of LeBron. Durant, so. So I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Well, <laughs> that, that, that. That's just not factual. That's just not factual. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. That trade, if that trade goes down, look, Kyrie doesn't play. Kyrie doesn't play the whole season. Like he's not going to be healthy. So guess what? So guess what? You're going to have a lot of games because you had Durant because you had James Harden and Westbrook. Now you get James Harden and Kevin Durant. I think some in combination of two, of two of those three players should win, damn it. <laughs> and I think Regardless, East or West. In, well, in the East, like to to put it to to put it this way, I agree with Emmanuel so much that I think if if Harden goes to that team with D'Antoni on the coaching staff, so they're running the D'Antonio offense with Durant and Harden. Even if, and I think maybe, yeah, or at least more or at so, least if very least isn't healthy, Eastern Conference. That's a team yeah. that's playing in the finals. Yeah, I, I trust the front office on that team. Eastern I trust Conference. the coaching staff. Like that's that it's a lock. It's a lock. I know it's. That. I think Kyrie would Kyrie Kyrie would be Kyrie would be the real linchpin there. Even if like. Like 40 if games he stays healthy, he doesn't want to play with. He just kind of play the sidekick for a while. Enter him somewhere. That's where the match is. He gets hurt for twenty. Yeah, I think you save him for the playoffs. You save him for the playoffs. And by the way, if I'm on that coaching staff, or I'm on that, or I'm the GM there, the minute I start sensing that Harden is. Not liking playing with Kyrie, and I got Harden and Durant. Yeah, I was Durant's just healthy and what we expect. No, but that's be. the thing. Durant wants to play. Uh, with Kyrie's gone. Durant wants to play no, with Kyrie. You don't know if Durant wants to play with Harden. Well, yeah, guess, but, well, well, guess what? Well, guess what? Durant has one. Yeah. Durant has one leg. Yeah, but that's not, that's not that's not that's not the way the NBA works. You know what's Durant going to do? Because it's No. 
Oh, I'm telling you, if I, if, I, if I was the GM, I'd be like, go find some. Well, like, if you were the, G- if you were the GM, you would have never traded um, Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook. That's not how the NBA works. The players no, have the power. Yeah. That's not the how Sean Marks power. works. That's not, that's not it. He got some power. They gave him a max contract. I don't know, how much, I don't know how much power you have coming off of that okay. bad of a leg. He got some power. Yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Like, I mean, I, like I like again. I'm. I don't want to see Harden on, on either. Up on that I want to see Harden on the six. Yeah, I don't see that true. happening. I don't, plus, I don't. I want to see that. I do too. I, I want to see him in the bead. I want Chris Paul to end up in a better. I don't Fox think. Spot I don't think the Phoenix Raiders don't go down. <laughs> I'd be very surprised. I'd be very surprised if it went down. I well, think no, it I'm is going to go down because I think yeah, people I'm, like living in Phoenix. And giving up and and yeah, giving up only Rubio and Ubre to get him, like that's like the least you have to give up no, to, like because Chris oh, Paul's so. not going to end up on one of these LA teams because that's just stupid. And neither of the teams really have anything to trade unless no, like the back. Clippers decide all of a sudden to like, give Paul George back. It is. I would I would trust Paul George having a better season next year. Like if if some if you told me magically Wait, what's the other, who's the one other? of those two players was first team oh, all NBA really? next year, oh. I'd say wow, Paul George Chris is Paul. back. Chris Paul. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, like I don't think Chris Paul was how long, how long has it been since Chris Paul has been the first team all NBA? Oh. Yeah, and well, well, yeah. Well, what what I'm, you're, what what you're forgetting, no, what you're forgetting, no, what you're forgetting is Paul George has been over LeBron, Kawhi, Kevin Durant, yeah. and um, Greek Freak, and, and even to a, and even to a certain Davis. extent, Jimmy Butler. But that's because Kevin was hurt. But that okay, was, but but he did that because of Russell Westbrook. What's point guard? There's no point guard. If they did, God. Yeah, Kevin Durant was hurt. LeBron was on a. LeBron was hurt. Yeah, yeah. He didn't really care about. And Kawhi was on load bench. So that's not really fair to them. I think it's easier to make All NBA first team at point guard than it is to the playoffs. That nobody like if Chris Paul gets the Phoenix and they get to to the playoffs, they'll probably get first team. Who was the All NBA first team this year? Wasn't it like LeBron and Harden and uh, Anthony Davis and fourth, Greek fourth, Freak? And who was the? Was it? It wasn't Dan. It, it's a center. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Because it, it was, was Luka Doncic. It was Luka Doncic. Yes. No. No. That's who. No. That's who. No. To find a way. No, I don't think those two. Uh, no. Harden. Yeah. No. I think you're messing up Luka Doncic's game, putting him with Harden, dude. No, no, no. I don't think so. I I'm think just you're saying me- you can, you yeah. can go run it. I think I you're. I, want Luka, I don't want to mess with Luka Doncic. I don't know, now. like Jalen Brown or. Yeah, I think Harden needs to be in the East, man. I yeah, I think that's as a Harden defender. I just want to. I think that's the problem. Or Milwaukee, I guess. Running for a ring, like I want to see him in the finals. 
or the heat. Yeah. Well, not if you'd have to give up everything to get them, though. Oh, well, then that's that's Uh, a wrap. Okay, well, look, realistically, they probably have to give up. You give up them, that's it. Game over. I think it's more than that. You probably have to give a band. You, you probably no, have to I want to see him on the Sixers. I want to see him on the Sixers. But, I mean, if, if it was I think Harden on the Sixers, though, would be why would you have give up? Why would you That's give all that up for if you got Tyler Hero? No. No. Here's why. Because who's running that team? Pat Riley. Yes, Pat Riley is like ninety he years exactly old. Exactly, is playing the long game, and he's not gonna. He's not gonna That's be. Exactly he's he's not playing the long game. He's playing to try to win. A he's waiting for Greek flu. He's waiting for Greek flu. He's playing the long game in the NBA, and it's Pat Riley. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Though. I, look, I'm saying Pat, I'm saying Pat well, Riley's not going to like wait around for Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Bam Adebayo to win a championship five, six years from now. He's going to move right, those. So where do you guys think Harden? He's going to move those guys for. I assets. think he's going to have like six next. years. I like that. Emmanuel. I like that. John. I think it's going to be. I I think it's going to be the Sixers. Where do you guys think yeah, uh, I mean, Westbrook's going to end up? I think more. It's looking like the Hornets. You think it's going to be the Pistons? I hope the Clippers, but I, would, I mean, I would, I would root for it. But like, I think how do you end up, end up, how do you I trade for West? No, they're not doing that. <laughs> they're not doing that. They're not doing that. Get rid of Paul George. I think he. No, I think they might. I think they might. <laughs> Uh, no, they're not doing it. I'll take them might, man. I think they might do that. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. No, uh, I think they, look, no, no. the Clippers get a little Jerry, clip, Clippers get clip, Clippers, oh, dude, Clippers get Hold on. Do you guys think I called it at the end of the playoffs. I thought Chris Paul George was going to get traded. Do you guys if think Chris Paul George Paul, is going to get yes. traded? I know, Emmanuel, you don't think so. That's how I'm telling you, if Houston calls up the Clippers and says right because now, you could get, get, you get out of Paul George's contract. You could get out of Paul George's contract. You're gonna say no to that? Or you or you I'll could just say, say, say right. Or you could trade him someplace contract in a year too. So Got to be careful. Like, 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 realistically, if you're the if you're the Clippers, the disadvantage of having Paul George and Kawhi there, yeah, is that next year you both could leave you, and you've lost. I think. All your yeah, I think. I don't see unless the Kings, unless the Kings decide to be the Kings. I think Westbrook's going to end up. What are you What are you trading for Westbrook? Are you trading? Uh, what's his name? What's the guy you like? I can't think of his name. Uh, Darren Fox. You would trade him. I think I would do that for you. Darren Fox. I mean, yeah, you would be trade. You be trade. I think I would. Yeah, so I, if I'm the Kings, I'd trade any. I'd trade the entire team for fucking Westbrook. I would. Because because it makes you relevant. 
I mean, we've seen the how many years of De'Aaron Fox? Exactly. Not what like, what is De'Aaron Fox? Yeah. It, but is he at all? Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah, he's not going to be on LeBron and them level, but he's, he's it, a good it starting piece. Not his own. It doesn't. Where has oh, any well, of the moves the Kings done? Where does it get you? From hiring Luke Walton to drafting Bagley? Oh, that's not fair. That's not a fair argument. I mean, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, then where do you guys think? Where do you guys think? Where do you guys think? Where do you think Chris Paul is? It's looking like Phoenix. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's. I'm thinking of the Paul. Yeah, it's looking like Phoenix. I don't know. It, something about it just doesn't seem yeah. right. I think. I think I think Phoenix gets done, yeah. Like if I if I I'm think Phoenix, Phoenix I mean, is ready for that deal, like, just we gotta wait until like the trades begin. I mean, like you see, so you're telling me, you be... and if I'm okay, so do I, because like, I think you could. If I'm okay, Rubio if I'm somewhere. okay, see, I do that deal too. And I think yeah. I think because you yeah. Rubio and Ubre, you can get out of Rubio and Ubre, like. Can you give? Can you give some Phoenix? Yeah, and and now you're te- now you're getting all your picks. Oh, definitely. All your picks are better. So you're the getting, last one is where do you guys think Clippers fall apart? Where do you guys think? I guess whoever, if whoever whoever falls short of the idea. James Harden sweeps, I have no I guess. idea. That would probably be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the Nets or the. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Oh, do you both? Well, yeah, we left one out. We got the guy who's like literally, I like, apparently like begging teams to take him. I think only Oladipo. Oh, did you see the news story? Where did you see the news story? Where like I can see Oladipo would be there. Oladipo would talk about teams that would, him about joining their squad. I think if you, if you, I think my possibility you want to get Giannis still. That's a nice. That would help keep get Giannis too. If you, because he obviously makes less than James Harden does. At least double. He makes double double. Half of what James Harden makes. I agree. Cool. I think it's a possibility too. I think that's in play. I've already called. I, call Brad I mean, Oladipo's going to be. Right. I think Oladipo's going to be a Laker. Where do you think? Where? I don't know if you even. I don't know if you even have to green, green, and Kuzma. green, and Kuzma, and maybe a draft pick if you have to. No, you're gonna. You have to no, trade I mean, Kuzma because he's up for I mean, an extension. Right and Kuzma's the talent balance. Green is the green. Green's the green is the financial. Would you rather have if you're the Lakers? Would you rather have only talent? The Lakers. Would you rather have only deep boy than Rose? I'm going to say DeRozan no, because I don't know no, how healthy Oladipo not. is. Like, Oladipo could easily be Isaiah Thomas. Like, mm-hmm. IT. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a different he, he looked re- He looked really, <laughs> really awful. Genuinely awful. That's the game game back that season. Well, well, yeah, well, well, look, though. The, the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers traded for Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. That Isaiah season, Thomas was like this, where he came almost thirty to Maryland and was com- looked completely and he's washed. Six feet. That's not Victor Oladipo. That's, that's not the. 
<laughs> right. I'm Old just Depot saying, Old Depot, five, Old Depot 11, at the end of the five, season nine, with also. that leg looked so, like he could not make the splashing plays that he's known for. That's, that's I I agree. I agree. I'm just saying, if Oladipo lost his athleticism, you could be trading for a guy whose value is much lower. I'd almost want to see another season. Like, I think Oladipo is yeah, doing again, himself a disservice if he's got it left. Well, DeRozan, yeah, DeRozan, DeRozan low key average more next year. Yeah, the most I mean, if you see another Oladipo and he overperforms, then you got to overpay for him. And you might end up losing. So you got that's part of the risk. You can get him now, but if he, yeah, I rather go. I rather just trade for one of those guys and let their money expire. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather have Drew. Well, isn't it the, the next year's free agent so list? Isn't that a better right, list than this year's free agent list? So I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, by far. The yeah. thing I've always said about. The thing I talked about with John is that I've always said about Kuzma, the reason I never wanted to trade Kuzma because he was cheap. cheap. Yeah. But if you have I mean, to give him an extension, then he's problem, no longer right? cheap and he's no longer worth it. Yeah. He's coming, yeah, so please. like I'd rather I'd rather he's trade him and just sign Melo than have to pay for Kuzma. Yeah. The only reason why I wanted Kuzma is because he was cheap. But if you have to pay Kuzma. Yeah. And look. And look, Kuzma was great, and he had like great runs. But like, Kuzma was important because, like I said, like when we were recording, the thing I noticed about Kuzma that never really dawned on me was he's a big motherfucker playing the heel. I was like, damn, that dude is big. You never really think about it because he's playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis. (laughs) But when LeBron and Anthony Davis aren't on the court, and you focus on him, like, geez, that dude is big. He's only an inch shorter than Aaron I mean, Gordon. Yeah, I don't really like, think, you think of Aaron Gordon, Gordon being big, but like you don't think of Kuzma, like, but like he's the literally Miami only an inch shorter than without pain. <laughs> he's a giant, just like Kuzma. Is there any way? To, is there I any mean, way the Orlando I'm Magic sure could get James Harden? I think there's a possibility. It just all depends on what Houston probably take. Yeah. Well, I think that's the least. I guess that's the least attractive offer. That's the least attractive offer. There's a ball. Yeah. No, it's gonna be interesting. Well, it's gonna be interesting what what they want. Like we don't know yet. For Tita wants is for Tita want to compete next year, or is for Tita want to start tanking? The players don't want to be there no more. No, he's if he's not going. Uh, maybe Indiana. maybe Harden for no you got my uh, you're not going to Indiana and some draft. No, no, no. no. Yeah, he says no. No, they're, they're not, not gonna do that. He, he may not, not he might not enjoy going to Indiana, but he could be traded there. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna do that. That'd be a weird No that wouldn't. I was, I was gonna say him some no, that, re- that really wouldn't, man. <laughs> I don't think he would get out of the first round with that team. That's not a good team. I think you – yeah, no, man. No. You, in the East? I think you've got to do better than that if you're James Harden. Like, what's the okay. – you might as well just stay in Houston if that's – if the only way you're uh, up, is that really even an upgrade? No. You would have as much competition, I guess. 
you you probably can find a spot where you could probably make it to the second one. Well, I guess they did that already. So no, I guess not. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It's, there's not really an upgrade. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's not like a, neutral. What are you doing? If you're James Harden, yeah, if you're James Harden, you're trying to get a title. You ain't trying to go to Indiana and just unless, do what Indiana always does. Unless you can convince someone else to come with you to Indiana. That's true. I don't know. But it's Paul George. Who are you trading for? <laughs> oh. I can always, well, well, see, I can well, see, and, well, look, I, I bet we're going to see a team next. like that. Probably not. The, only, probably not the Pacers. We're gonna probably see a team like that. I can only imagine the team. You're right. It might be the Magic in the playoffs, like both sucking when the when the lights on. I don't see. <laughs> the front no, but now what I was gonna say though is like, it could be a team like the Orlando Magic. It could be. I think you're gonna see a team who looks for who looks forward to possibly getting Giannis, who might try to trade in Harden and. Even if they're not, it doesn't make them competitive this year. It might be, but it, like, the Knicks gets hard, brings in Harden as like a way to like say, "Hey, Giannis, come here." I, you know who that team might be? It might be the Knicks. If you're the Knicks and you t- and you can swing a trade for Harden, you can. Just I think if you're the Rockets and you get the Knicks package, I don't Harden, know. You're to be not going to win. I think you could get better. I don't than know. They, that if you this is James Paul we're talking about man. the right pieces. I think R.J. Barrett is pretty decent. You get a trap. Okay, well, would you rather have Ben Simmons or RJ? I know that, but I don't. I don't see that. I don't see the Philadelphia 76ers trading those guys. I don't see it. I think you are. I think you are. I don't. No, see not it. MB, I don't see Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, who doesn't shoot right in these trades, and if they are, they're That's... not giving up those two guys. I don't think they're morally. I don't think they're morally giving up Simmons and B. I think I think I think I think if it, I think for Harden, we, we we talked about this on a previous podcast. I think for Harden, you're going to see a Jalen Brown or you're going to well, see ask, a Ben Simmons go. Like, let me ask you, man. It's going to be a bigger. Do you think the, the best of no, Ben Simmons could become as good as um, Jesus Blake Griffin? No. no. Okay then. No, I think Ben Simmons okay, is better, would be better than Blake Griffin. That's it. Like. <laughs> Yeah, you think you think Ben Simmons will be better than Billy Griffin? Okay, absolutely. What? Well, absolutely, 100%. I think he needs his own team. I think, I think I I agree with you. If Ben Simmons had his own team, I think if Ben Simmons was in Houston and they built around Houston, we could see it actually what Ben Simmons I, is yeah, supposed I see, to be, I see which was the next coming like LeBron. a LeBron like essentially. I think he needs his own team. I think he's being stifled well, by being on that team with Embiid <laughs> and no shooting. He definitely is being stifled. As as much as he gets a knock for not shooting, Ben Simmons is definitely being – the best of Ben Simmons is all, all NBA, all defensive team every season. So, I agree with you. Oh, I, think I, mean, he, if, I think that's why I would trade Ben Simmons for Harden. Yeah, that's a no-brainer trade. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see that happening. I think Daryl Morley sees the same thing that I, that I see in Ben Simmons. So I don't expect him to give up him for James Harden. I think he would. 
I think he would try to get James Harden. You think he and won't. keep those other two guys? I think that would be the play for for the Philadelphia. Well, so that's what I'm saying. To trade I think Tobias Harris and Horford, and that's not would, enough. He would try to swing a deal, especially since he knows the front office. He taught the front office. Then he. That's probably true. I think he can get Chris Paul more but than I think he can get that James would, Harden. I think if James Harden is going to the 76ers, Ben, ben Simmons and Embiid is still yeah. wearing 76ers jersey. Well, then I don't think you could get oh, – I think yeah. you have a better chance of trading like Tobias but Harris. I, I, I just Paul think if, if, if James Harden Tobias is wearing Paul, a 76ers sure. jersey, Ben Simmons and Embiid is still also wearing a 76ers jersey. I think Daryl is going to try to get James Harden – to run with those guys, not in substitution of one of those guys. Well, I mean, if you can pull that yeah. off, if you can pull off some kind of trade that gets you yeah. hardened with Ben Simmons and Embiid, you definitely. I agree. Well, I think Embiid and Ben Simmons could stay healthy. Yeah. Well, Ben Simmons had a he had a weird back injury last year, remember? And then, like, he came back in the bubble and he injured. What did he injure? Ankle or something like that? Yeah, it has been a long time. So, do you think I'm going to be a waiter? It's going to be Phoenix, right? It seems like um, they've told him supposedly to work it out with Phoenix and just try to come up with a deal. But I don't know, man. Something about this Phoenix thing don't seem right. But maybe maybe, maybe it just, you know, seems like it's just the whole possibility of it just ending, and that's what it is. But I don't know. I, I still have a list of teams for Chris Paul, and obviously Phoenix was on that list. So uh, – if it is Phoenix, then I mean it would make sense. Obviously, you, you trying to keep Devin Booker and uh, try to keep him happy and, and try to build a, a team to make the playoffs, which Robert Robert Salver, the uh, owner, wants to do. So I mean, I think that would be yeah. a top. I mean, you just want to compete to at this point, just make the playoffs. You, it's not even necessarily about winning around; it's just making it. Yeah, so I think yeah, just to this, keep Devin Booker happy, exactly. I just don't something about it. Just I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and that's, that's well. The thing is, that Chris thing. Paul's contract is so hard, man. Eat that contract. That might be that might be the thing that stops it because we. I mean, you've heard some strange things about Solver, and you know. Uh, signing guys in the offseason. And, you know, he, part of the reason a lot of guys don't go to Phoenix is, is not because it's Phoenix. It's just because that offseason, that, that front office, especially Robert Solver, is just they say some weird stuff to those guys and whatnot. So I don't know, man. You know, it could be a done deal and Robert Solver all of a sudden decides to say no and Mess with 
I just think like that makes so much sense for the Thunder because then like you could just flip Ubre and you could flip um Rub- I think like the best thing that could yeah. happen to the Clippers is they they trade for Ricky Rubio because they just yeah. need a point guard. It what is he making? Fifteen million? It's not that much, right? Yeah. I mean, so you maybe, don't have to maybe get, you don't maybe have to get sign Rondo. I mean, I mean Rondo probably want like ten million. Maybe it's signing Rondo. Exactly. I don't see him wanting more than that. Yeah, yeah. I was demanding twenty one dollars. So I mean, you could do that, or you could try. Uh, maybe you could try getting in a Victor Oladipo three states, and he just played point guard. I think. Uh, well, what are you trading for Oladipo? You trading? Like, oh, if you're the Clippers, and, um, I don't know. Patrick Beverly, right? They they would have cap. They would have some yeah. cap. So I guess probably because you figure guys you, underneath Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard. Because you figure you could, I don't know. Like, you, are you signing and trading on Montrez? Well, I take that back. Maybe you're doing a sign trade with Montrez there. Probably, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be an. Yeah, when does so the I guess season start? The draft the is next starts week, right? in draft night. Yeah, and then okay, and then that Friday there. the free agency starts. That's where you're gonna get all the. So, yeah, free agency starts yeah. next Friday. Because I think they said the twice, nice. so that that would be that Friday. I know it's before Thanksgiving. Because I was like, they should do it on Monday. But it was like they're doing it on fr- that Friday. Mm. So, yeah. Because this all this all happened well, last night. We're like, first it started with Westbrook once out. Now you're here. It was James both Harden of them wanted out. out. It, was, it, was, it was just tired of it. And then it, it became Westbrook. Yeah. But it, it started with of them, and now it's both of them again. But yeah, it started with both of them, which was then, weird. It was like, oh, really? Okay. I think at a certain point, you're just like yeah. running in a circle, because like, Houston is never going to win, so you might as well start the rebuild now. Yeah. Because they have no no cap. They have no cap space, and they have no draft picks. Then when, when Austin Rivers is like, I want right. out, like, what are we doing here? Who cares about Austin Rivers? Eric Gordon. Wants Austin Rivers wants out. PJ Tucker wants a contract. Um, yeah. Eric Gordon wants out. So it's it's time just to blow it up. That 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 lost to the even what's the, the guy uh, that got caught uh, in the Daniel bubble House. with uh the nurse. What's his name? Yeah. Yeah, even yeah. he was like, I need more plays I mean, run for point, me. Yeah. It's time to blow yeah. it up at that time. I don't know. Maybe maybe you can get Daniel House play and whatnot. Austin. <laughs> Cause he, he was a pretty good player in that that system. So I mean <laughs> No. You figure he could get traded somewhere and Austin yeah. River sound feels like I don't a know. If it seems like contract. maybe Austin will get some money coming to him. You think so? Yeah, because the 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 free agent well, is exactly. so barren, like, so maybe he will get some money. A, you know, he's a, a guard and whatnot. It seems like it's only so much 
you know, guards out there, period. Anyway. You saw yeah. a Fred Fan Fleet said, I, I'm, I'm, I want to get paid. I already won a title, right? But yeah, outside of that, yeah, though. Yeah, so Fred Fan Fleet's going to want to get paid. You know, you, you, uh, you're not really, it's not a lot of guards out there. So, I mean, <laughs> so no, Austin all, Rivers man. might actually get some, you know, some little coins, some duckies after Fran What do you think? Yeah, probably about think, seven, like eight, eight million dollar contract for Austin Rivers. Yeah. Well, it all depends. I think it all depends. That's too rich for he him. might, uh, that's too rich for him. might, uh, depending on the team, he might. If it's like the Nets or something, maybe <laughs> maybe they give them a minimum or something, two years or something. Yeah, they hired the, and then the yeah, they hired somebody coach. that I never heard of. And I mean, that's pretty Dang. much just saying like you don't really want to pay somebody. <laughs> yeah, they're just going in the tank now. They yeah. want to get like a high draft pick. They got all yeah, those you just draft want to tank now. It makes sense. So where do you so you got the Lakers, you got the Clippers, the Nuggets. I think yeah. maybe that's where I mean that would probably be the most maybe safe the option. And most like basic option is the is the, the Nuggets. I, I don't know if I Lakers really want them on the Lakers trade for him. For Drew Holiday? Where do you uh, want that? I don't know, man. I like Drew Holiday. Yeah, for Drew Holiday. Again, his size. His size. Yeah, you don't like him that much. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's just his size, man. The way he, uh, he way, you know, he's, he's only so, he playing shooting guard. He only 6'3", you know. That's the thing. All the like trade rumors was all about Drew Holiday until yeah. the, until like last night. Now no one cares about Drew Holiday. You got CP three, Westbrook. And then there's always a couple guys like that be, get traded. That you're like, oh really? Now. They want to trade it? Like there's always that always happens. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I Miles mean they're Taylor. probably Miles end up getting. If they end up trading all the depot, they'll probably end up trading color too. And then we got Tristan Thompson, yeah, Serge absolutely. So it's gonna be interesting to see where people go. It's gonna be really interesting, especially too. Again, um, I'm back, guys. The whole cap space situation and teams kind of don't have much. You know, the majority of the teams out there don't have much to spend, so. It's going to be interesting to see what everybody kind of gets, too. Is there anything you want to talk about, John, before we wrap up? Because it seems like um, you got some family stuff going. Oh, no, I'm good. Uh, I think we talked about a whole lot. Uh, I think it's going to be a really exciting next week talking draft and seeing how, how much further some of these trade demands go. 
We, I agree. I think we're going to see an exciting uh, draft as far as trades go because a lot of guys want to move up. A lot of teams want to move up, and it's cheaper to move up in this draft. And I think we could see the Warriors do something with their pick. Mm-hmm. Do you think, like, maybe – Maybe we wait until the draft until we trade for Dre- James Harden. Like maybe one of I these teams. I think you'll probably hear some rumblings next starting next pick. week, like Monday or Tuesday, about where that's going to happen. And then because because uh, you know everybody starts to get a little feisty around the closer we get to draft, and then once it kind of happens, you probably see uh, who you know Minnesota takes, who Golden State takes, or you know who 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 trades up, who trades down. And that'll probably kind of play into it too. What if the Warriors just say, "We'll give you Wiggins and we'll give you the pick"? I don't, for James again, Harden, that and James Harden replaces. He couldn't play Durant. at the three, and I don't. Oh. I don't want to put at the three. I don't know if they want to. That's committing a small ball, essentially. Uh, I think I. <laughs> I'm just throwing I think, it. I'm just throwing I think, everything. I, I I think Curry, Harden, and no. Curry. I mean, they can do that. The team would put up a hundred. They're not putting it up. Yeah, but who's defending? Put but who's up. defending? They can put. I mean, they can. The Warriors right now could put well, up hundred forty. So that's not really really saying. I think. Yeah, but I don't know about it. The, the Warriors maybe, already put up like you know, a majority of games. I think they're putting like seventy-five games this season. Like maybe thirty games. They'll play them. Put up 140, but well, that's the th- that's the thing about like the Thunder trading for Chris Paul. They could flip like Rubio and they could yeah. flip Ubre to the Warriors because the Warriors which is weird. Ubre. So I think well, well, Ubre Ubre at his best gives you basically like Wiggins almost what Wiggins gives you, but defensive. But not defensively. I mean, def- well, he's he's good defensively, but look, he's not as consistent. Like, I'd rather have Wiggins. Well, I like Ubre. Yeah, he's not as consistent as Wiggins. I think we all rather have Wiggins than Ubre. Yeah, there's a reason why Ubre's because yeah, I think the the Suns gave up on Ubre for like somebody they drafted that played really yeah. well in the bubble, right? Because Ubre wasn't yeah. in the bubble. So yeah, I mean that's part of the, he was in, the he was in yeah. thing, you know. Give up on play. But look, but look, the Wizards gave up on him for uh, Porter. They kept. They decided to keep Porter, who then they traded and threw no, away. No, they traded the, him uh, for Ariza. Remember, they traded Ubre for Ariza because they thought Ariza could make yeah. uh, Wall and um, Bill work better. Which it did temporarily, remember. just didn't last. Yeah, yeah. But then I think John Wall got hurt, right? It'll be interesting to see uh, around the draft. It'll be interesting to see where, like, some of the guys, like, uh, ball end up. It'll be interesting to see, like. Well, you hear like, mixed, you're hearing mixed things on ball. First, you're hearing he's fallen. Then ESPN has him ranked number one, like, in his own league. Almost everything I've seen has him as the number one pick. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I'm all, I've literally only seen Ben's, uh, uh, Bill Simmons saying he's fallen. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the ringer. Oh, I've only seen the ball? ringer say he's falling. Everyone else has him. That just made him he goes get drafted like that. LaMelo ball. LaMelo ball. Yeah. 
I think the 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 yeah. the, the Wolves might take them if they don't trade out of the pick. Because well, there's a possibility that the next week the Hornets could have uh, Russell Westbrook Wiseman. and um, what's the center's name? Wiseman. Wiseman. Yeah, it's a possibility next. The, the Hornets could have Wiseman and but is the, Westbrook. The pig gonna be part of that That'd trade, be more though? interesting than they are now. You think the pig well, is going to be you, part of that trade? I'll tell you though? what I... Hmm? I think that they just are happy to get out of Westbrook's contract. Yeah. Because if, if Harden is not there, why are you going to Just like Westbrook? OKC. I think well, at that point, you're just happy to get out of Westbrook's contract. A couple of years ago. Yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know which one of the guys in this draft is a bust. It, but, uh, it, that's if they pick. So the second, the one still got pick, pick. I know which one guy is a bust. Because <laughs> <laughs> Monk is a bust, man. Would, I mean, whichever dude Jordan thought was worth taking, that's the bust. Well, to be fair, yeah. No, they still got a pick. Yeah, like he's right. Still got a pick, even if you trade. Yeah. You get that dumb picture like running hard away with a Golden State Warriors and Chris Webber with an Orlando Magic, even though they never played one yeah. minute for the team. A Kevin Love with a Memphis Grizzly jersey. Somewhere yeah. out there, there's a pit, there's a picture. I mean, of, that's probably uh, on like ESPN. Right exactly. Really too far to search. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't the most famous one Kobe Bryant with that Charlotte Hornets cap? <laughs> Yes, yes. And yeah. Hornets fans look at that just go, oh, man. Yeah, they got Vladdy in. Any oh, so they got Vladdy. <laughs> they made the playoffs that year. Yeah, yeah. yeah Vladdy and um, Glenn Rice and um, yeah. Anthony Mason. They got, they got smoked by Jordan. Yeah. They got smoked I'm by sure. It's in the last dance, man. <laughs> With BJ Armstrong. I'll tell you what, Trey Young's good, but man, if I guarantee you, if you're an Atlanta fan and you're seeing that picture with Luca and the Hawks hat, everybody like, ah. is upset they didn't take the Suns, the the Hawks, and um, well, the one that has the biggest regret is the Kings, because that dude ain't good. Yeah, because at least you could say, well, Trey Young's going to be a great scorer, and DeAndre Ayton's going to be a problem. I don't know what the hell Bagley's going to be. That's why if I'm Joe Dumars and I'm, a, I'm with the Kings, I'm uh, I'm just trading the whole entire team for right. someone to make us relevant. Can we go back to, like, the Kings for a minute? He's what exactly is the Aaron Fox? Like, what exactly is the Aaron Fox? Yeah, that's what he is. He's a, gr- he, he's a great he's, – he's, he's basically what John Morant sh- – Now, John Morant would be John a drama. Yeah. No, I'm saying John Morant is better. He's he's what John he should be what John Morant is. He's not quite there. So then you but he but they're like that's the style of player he is. Like if you close your eyes and you say, uh, who's De'Aaron Fox? He's he basically plays like John Morant. He plays like Dwayne Wade, he plays like John Wall. He's yeah, fast, exactly. he slashes to the hoop. He just doesn't he's not as good at it as those guys. So then where does that where does that get you in the Western Conference? Nothing. So, hey. so Fox. I like Fox. I love watching him play basketball because I like John Wall playing basketball. But, like, he's also smaller than John Wall. Like, he's built more like John Morant. He's a skinny little guy. I just, like, 
I just don't know where he gets you. I just think it's it's not his fault. The Kings are so poorly run. Yeah, they should have put more. I mean, they should have drafted Luka Doncic. It's so stupid. Well, and the fact that they that the argument for not drafting Luka Doncic was that like they already had De'Aaron Fox. Or even if they drafted um, what's the guy in Memphis? Because he was drafted after Bagley, right? Jaron Jackson, yeah, yeah. It, they drafted. They drafted um, the Detroit guy, the one guy that's like a failure. Your guy, what's the the one that Emmanuel said he'd rather be instead of uh, Melo? Oh, yeah, Darko. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they look. They drafted. Uh, who was the guy they took over? God, he's so irrelevant. Who are you talking about? Who? who Did they drafted who? Bagley. Yeah, Bagley's so irrelevant. Like Bagley's good though. Like. He, he, when he plays, he's good. So, Emmanuel, is Bagley going to end up being the Darko of this draft? Say is Is Bagley going to end up being the Darko Milicic of this draft? No. You think he's going to be better? Yeah. He could be. It looks, like, uh, it looks like everybody around him is going to be a good player from the guy in Memphis to Trey Young to Aiden and Obviously, Luca. It looks like he's the one that's looking like a flop. Look, so. Bagley's Bagley's good when he plays. It's it's just he hasn't been able to stay healthy. But if you remember, like I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a Wizards fan, or a, on top of being a Pistons fan, Beal looked like he was going to be a bust like three years in because he couldn't that's stay healthy. True. That's true. And then all of a sudden he was healthy, and like those good games that you would see in pockets was his game, and I think. Yeah. That's that could be what happens with Bagley if he just starts staying healthy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and right now you're seeing back to back injuries with Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson is in the same boat, he needs to stay healthy. Yeah, that's true. But Jaron Jackson has uh John Morant and Andy's, Andy's younger, by the and I just don't, Deere. I just don't think De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox. I'm still not sure if he's good, to be honest with you. I think he's good. I just don't know what he like like he's plays that kind of game where like you have to be great at that height. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you, if you John Morant is clearly great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're that height and you're gonna play a ball dominant offense where you're going to the hoop all the time. You've got to be great, and I don't know if he's necessarily great. It could also be I'm not being fair to him because he's on the Sacramento Kings, and yeah, they're such a shit. Yeah, guy. it is the Kings. So that could be my problem. Like maybe I'm just not being fair to him because he's on the Sacramento Kings, and like, they're such a shit show. If they can get something for Healed, and Bagley comes I back healthy that. next year, they could easily be a better team. They could be a number 11 seed. Yeah, they could move up to maybe a 10 seed. <laughs> 10? Come on now. <laughs> Not if the Suns get Chris Paul, man. Come on. My, big, my biggest issue is what the Kings did was giving up, giving all, back, backing up the truck to Barnes. My biggest yeah, issue is that, I, like, why did they fire Jaeger? I don't understand that. Isn't Jaeger the, the, the Pacers coach? Yeah. Oh, no. Jaeger's the Pacers no, no. coach. No, they hired Nick Nurse's. Uh... Oh no, who is? He's an assistant. I think he's assistant with uh, the 76ers or something. He said, I think he is. Yeah, I think Emmanuel's right. Uh, or the Nets. 
might be the next. It's one like of that. those. He's insisting though. So, um, John, you want to wrap it up with anything? Uh, not really. I think we, uh, I think we, it's a good sign that we always, so if you're listening to this and there was an edit there, it's because we hit the, the two hour mark, which we consistently keep hitting. And I think that's a very good sign for the podcast that we, two hours just flies by like this. Emmanuel, you know what you got to end it with, right? Who's the Derek oh, Fisher? Yeah. Jason Williams, not a good guy of the week. I don't know. This is it was uh it was Jason Williams, right? Yeah, but who's Reg- who's the who's Reg- this week's like not a great who's this week? Not a great. Guy. We don't have anybody. Surprisingly, people's been good. Because it was Jason, <laughs> Jason Williams. Been a random person that did something like what? You know what it is? Everybody's on lockdown. They got their. They probably got their PlayStation or their Xbox early. Yeah. Everybody's chilling out now. Yeah, stand or whatever. Well, there was like the all-time one that I found this week. He was like an ex-hawk that was serving life in prison. That I tagged you guys. In. And, and it was it was oh, Eddie Griffin, yeah. but not the Eddie Griffin that we're thinking of. Yeah. Oh wait, it was another Eddie Griffin. Yeah, it wasn't the Eddie Griffin that I had it pictured in my head. Yeah, he was, was serving life in prison or something. Okay, so okay, because there's another Eddie Griffin that died. Wait, he died? The other Eddie Griffin, yeah. Oh, that's right. That guy was traded for Richard Jefferson, and he died years ago. I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. Whoa, Jesus! He died of like natural causes or something. It was not not like he was like shot or anything. Right, right, right. So if you're if an Eddie Griffin starts like balling in the next few years and comes up in the draft, you might want to just like steer clear of an Eddie Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you play well, but your name, like, can we maybe think about changing it? I don't go by a middle name you can go by. <laughs> Holy, that's hilarious. Let's end the show there. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. If you enjoy this, uh, if you enjoy this podcast, hit subscribe wherever you're getting it and uh, come follow us on our Facebook group. Go to Facebook groups and type in. And we have merchandise on Redbubble. The Dream Team and join the group. And yeah, we have merchandise on Redbubble. Um, I'm going to find a way to try to link this and link that into the podcast. So if you're getting this on iTunes, but I think if you get it anywhere in the description, I'll have a link to our Redbubble where you can get sweatshirts, masks, tank tops. If you want to run around in the winter of New York with tank tops. That's what I do. <laughs> That's what rap does. <laughs> oh, hoodies. Gonna tank top now. Oh, hoodies. I got a hoodie. It's oh, hoodies. Uh, I got my hoodie on the way. It should be here like today or tomorrow. I guess we check the mail. Yeah, but I'm black. I don't want to get shot. What's wrong I with you? Blue I'm black too. <laughs> I know. I'm just <laughs> But that's what, but but that's why he got the I got the black hoodie because I got I'm I'm white so like I can walk around in the middle of the night in my neighborhood in the black hoodie and no one's gonna shoot me. You could, you could get a different color hoodie. You don't have to be black. <laughs> oh, there's mask on there. I'm gonna order a mask. I didn't see there was mask. Yeah. 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 There's masks. So I like. I was thinking about going with that option too. So. Yeah. I'm order a mask. See what I'm gonna do is my 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 kids. They don't know. Cause like I got, so for those of those who don't know, like I have a daughter who lives with me, but then I have two sons who live with their mom. Mm-hmm. They don't know, but they're going to get like podcast merchandise for Christmas. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Dad? <laughs> who, do you, who 
<laughs> random black guys. <laughs> they don't. They don't like. They don't even like basketball. So like, I'm gonna try to educate them this year. I'm gonna get them. Uh, get them podcast merchandise. I'm gonna send them both for their Switch. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send them the new 2K game. Yeah. Who are these? Who are these random Negroes with you, Daddy? <laughs> Why are they holding you hostage? In the <laughs> What's basketball? What's basketball? Oh, exactly. Like one of one of my, I love both my kids, and they're great for who they are. But like one of them is like completely into like just anime and Pokemon. Oh, uh-huh. oh, nice. And the other one is like in Australia, and like the only sport that they follow is uh, cricket. That sport you were telling us? About? Oh, I, I thought it was that sport you were telling us. Cri- no, not even AFL. Because like I love AFL, but no, like because uh, my son hangs out with his grandma a lot. He watches cricket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And like as obsessed. That's a great with googly. That's a great googly. Exactly. So like he could probably, he'd probably be doing a cricket podcast with his friends one day. <laughs> just tell cricket, just like basketball. Exactly, just like basketball. Just play the two K game. Just just start playing it. You'll enjoy it. Who's the official not a good guy of cricket? Did it have a name? <laughs> oh man! All I all I know is about cricket is every time I watch the Dan Levitard show, they got somebody getting hit in the nuts with yeah. the ball. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> At like really close range. If we were doing a baseball podcast, wouldn't it be like Josh Hamilton would be the official not a good guy? Josh Hamilton was uh, had a rough situation. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, uh, Braun and uh, uh, I guess uh, uh, what you call it? Um, your guy that's on Ken Caminiti? Would be the Ken Caminiti? <laughs> oh my God, Ken Caminiti! Uh, now, Bryce Harper never did anything bad. It's just like I'm thinking of guys that would actually bad off the oh. field. Remember? Ken Ken Caminiti died in a drug dealer's house or something. Remember? Remember he won the MVP off of steroids alone. See, but uh, see, it's a good thing this isn't a football podcast. We have way too many names. We, we, it, It'd be the Ray Caruth the podcast. <laughs> it's not even Ray Caruth anymore. It's Aaron Hernandez. Oh, that's yeah. right. Like, uh, like Aaron Hernandez has like bodies, plural. He was a real drug dealer. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man, that's right. Aaron Hernandez beat OJ. Yeah. Jesus. He beat OJ and Ray Caruth. Like, like he's the oh. he's the GOAT. Bad guy in that sport. Yeah. Are we, I, since I watch football, I'm gonna do that every week. I'm gonna do Aaron Hernandez, man, I forgot they did like a Netflix thing on him that I watched. I was like, damn, I didn't know it was that deep. Yeah. yeah. I watched that documentary too. I was like, Jesus, that's a real bad guy. Yeah. You ever see that, Emmanuel? The documentary I, I, on Aaron But yeah, I remember when it first came out and hearing those stories. The stuff he did when he was at the University of Florida is awful. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, hearing hearing that essentially started there and stuff and it, it was crazy. Then then like not not that there's anything wrong with being gay, like the stuff that, that was going down in, in prison. I preface that. Like I'm not saying anything bad about being gay, but the stuff in prison. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he like then if you watch the documentary, like supposedly it started in high school with his like quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That is the way. It was definitely one of the oh. weirdest turns in like in a document sports documentary. Like, yeah, he's the all time goat, man. He is. 
It's just funnier that it's Derek Fisher. Like it was just funny when we ended a podcast on Tom Gugliotta randomly because Emmanuel had so much Tom Gugliotta knowledge. Well, that was more Minnesota knowledge or Minnesota knowledge. Let's hope it's a while before we have another like Derek Fisher award winner in basketball. Well, hopefully, yeah, because pretty... the draft is around the corner and then the guys will start getting ready to, you know, sign new deals. Hopefully, it's going to be too much mess. It's going to be James Harden if his ass doesn't get traded. No. <laughs> he's, he's, he's definitely in, like, that all-time category of guys who, like, if they decide to act out to get traded, could, like, really do some damage. You're right. He got to be dying now because, like, the strip clubs are closed because of the COVID. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Exactly. I don't know because uh, when Lou Will left during the COVID uh, out of the bubble, he went to a strip club. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe certain strip clubs are slightly open. I don't know about where you guys live, but in New York, we have the 10 p.m. curfew and the 10 people or less curfew now because of the second wave of coronavirus. Yeah. Is that going on where you guys are living or no? So no. down here the entire time we have we have a, a Democrat govern, governor who's kept us fairly COVID-free as far as like we've been doing among the best states. Mm-hmm. But we've been locked down like the whole time where our restaurants have always had uh, half capacity, if any capacity. Mm-hmm. So it's mostly takeout. If you go to a restaurant, it's every other table. Um you, the clubs haven't really been open. Mm-hmm. Now, strip clubs have been open. But, like, oh. they've been really creative here and, like, having, like, outdoor tents set up. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're doing it in, like, the back of the place, like, in the back parking lot. Okay. It's 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 weird. In New York, like we were on like ten percent capacity and then twenty five percent capacity, and then it jumped up to fifty percent capacity. But with all the numbers going up, our governor has like said the gyms, the clubs, the bars, and the restaurants have a ten o'clock curfew now, uh, and anything can only have ten people in it, or else. I think we're going to be headed towards that again here soon, like for anything that's yeah. open. What about in Chicago? Uh, no, I think we're in the process of like being both uh, uh, kind of like uh, halfway in, halfway out. We don't have like current cur- kind of curfew though. Okay, but we're kind of like halfway in, halfway out with like a kind of like a new kind of curfew ish. I think it's just like the okay. city, but I mean. The city is just like the downtown area, and not much stuff happens there anyway. Dad, do you guys both have mask mandates? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had the mask mandate like halfway through. There was a while there where it was weird because you'd go to the store and like half the people were wearing masks, and the other half were like, nope, not wearing a mask. Now it's it's the mask mandate. So you can't, they almost all like the Walmarts, the Targets, they have like a security guard in the front. And you can't even get in the store unless you're wearing a mask. No, you can't get into any store. Like even in like if you go to a building, you can't get in the elevator without a mask. I was sitting in Starbucks of all the of all of like all the places we were waiting for our drinks. In mm-hmm. and it was a Starbucks that was in a Target, and I was just mm-hmm. looking out and I saw like everybody in line at Starbucks, the Starbucks worker, the Target workers, 
and everybody who's in line at the register is wearing these masks. And I was like, this is going to be like a really weird photo in a history book, like 50 years from now, like just people all together in a shopping center wearing masks. I haven't been to Starbucks since the goddamn COVID because it'll go like that. Serious? Because um, I'm being serious, and you know how much I love my Starbucks. I do. Like, you have to have the mask on. You have to order online. You have to pay online, and you're waiting online. And that just takes up too much time because, like, when I'm out and I'm working, that was the best thing. I could just stop at Starbucks and get it, and then yeah. I could go. Here, you can wait. You, to- you can go in and just get it. You don't have to yeah. order online. You can just go in and get it, but you can't sit down. What's the same reason why I haven't been to the gym? Because like the gyms are open, but you can, you have to go in in your gym clothes. You have to leave in your gym clothes, and you can't shower us. Wow! So I would literally have to jump in a car, go work out, and then jump in a car and come home and shower and stuff here, then go back out. Like that just takes up too much time during my day. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, we go to Starbucks almost every day because I think the only person who probably loves Starbucks more than you is Neve. You and your wife. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't even usually get anything. It, but Nia mm-hmm. has to have it every day, and she goes. Yeah. Oh. And, yeah. And she yeah, she, she goes every day, and uh, she's friends with everybody who works there. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the joys of my day. I could go, and like the girls would know what I want, and I could just be out. Like now, I gotta. Like I haven't gone since, so I would have to do it online and all that stuff, and it's just no. The best thing about. Emmanuel knows because Emmanuel is in a major city. The best thing about a lot of things is like you go, you do it, and then yeah. you can go about your day. It's for convenience. It's not to be like, I got to sit here for like X amount of minutes and then I got to do something else. To, no. You know? Yeah. This was a good episode, man. Yeah. Good episode. Shout out to Bill Simmons and Jay Adande because that was so interesting to, to hear. <laughs> Because I'm, as you guys know, I'm, I'm not an Iverson fan or a Hardy fan. You know, I'm a huge, huge Iverson fan. Like, I loved Iverson like, during I, that time, like the whole Lakers and and stuff. But I don't know if I'm a fan, like big, big fan. But I, I was following him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if I go, like if, oh. if I'm in the mood, I'll go to I'll go to YouTube and I watch like Iverson. Uh, Iverson's one of the two or three athletes where I'll watch like a full like 20 minute highlight clip of. Oh, he was amazing to watch. He was amazing to watch. Yeah. He's much like Russell Westbrook where he's amazing to watch, but I wouldn't want him on my yeah. team. Oh, for sure. He was amazing to watch. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. That's why I, I always say like, I don't, I don't care if Russell Westbrook ever wins because I don't think he is. It's just like, I like watching him, but I wouldn't want him on the Lakers. Oh, I, no. Yeah, I definitely think we're seeing the tail end of Westbrook like I think he, we're starting to see the period where he goes to like four teams in like five years I hope not. I could see him staying no I could see him staying on the Hornets because for the simple reason is he is the highest selling non-Michael Jordan guy on that Jordan brand like his sneakers are the highest selling sneakers on the Jordan brand that aren't like Jordans ah, true. so I could, see, I could see if the Hornets get him they would just keep him just for that reason by the way I don't know if, any, if either of you realize it. So Chris Paul, when he gets traded this time, mm-hmm. he's going to be on four teams in five years. Whoa. He would be on the Clippers, 
the Rockets, OKC, the Thunder, and then whoever he ends up on right. in five years. The difference between him and Dwight Howard, though, would be that everybody will want Chris Paul if his contract yeah. wasn't so bad. Whereas with Dwight Howard, nobody like I'm not stupid enough to say I wouldn't want Chris Paul or the, the Lakers if, if Chris Paul was making twelve million dollars. Of course, I'd want him. But he's making like forty-four million dollars. Like that makes yeah, that's hustling yeah. back. No, but it's you no, know, but it's just weird because you think of players in their third, like in their mid thirties, mm-hmm. playing on four teams in five years. Like usually, that's a bad sign for like where their career is. Yeah, and it's not necessarily with him. Like, well, the 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 only thing that people hold against Chris Paul is it seems like he's hard. He's one of those guys that you, once you've played with him for a year or two, you already don't want to play with him anymore. Yeah. Like Blake Griffin yeah, and Martin. James Harden. And and I don't think it's the Thunder that want to get rid of him. I think the Thunder are just looking out for him. Like we understand you don't want to be in a rebuilding situation. So we're going to try yeah. to help you out. Oh, I think yeah. they, I think they want to get rid of him just for the purpose of like, he's going to win them too many games. Yeah, exactly. It's not like a negative. Right, why right. do I want to get rid of him? No, it's, it's like you're going to win us like five, six games that we should that we don't want to right. be winning. <laughs> like as a Laker fan, if I could have either next year Chris Paul or Paul George in there, only not for what they're making for twelve million, I think I'd rather have Paul George only because I don't think LeBron needs to play with a point guard. No, he doesn't need a point he guard. He does need a point guard, which is why. But I, I think Chris Paul is a next. Well, Emmanuel, who do you think is going to be better next year, Chris Paul or Paul George? You, you like both of those guys. If you had to, who do you think will be better next year? You think Paul George is more likely to have yeah. a bounce back year? Because Chris Paul, Chris Paul was better than Paul Absolutely. George this year. Yeah, I think Paul George is going to have yeah. a better year next year than Chris Paul. Yeah. He's going to bounce back year, right? His ceiling at this, his ceiling and his age. Just kind of match up to where he could probably have a better year. Yeah, Chris Paul. I think that if they just get a point guard, they're going to be a lot better. The the Clippers. I think they. I think if they just get a point guard, they'll be a lot better. You know. You know what? The one of the reasons why I say that I think they should trade Paul George and they should try to see if they could get in Westbrook for Paul George is because mm-hmm. he fits the best with Kawhi. Kawhi doesn't want to play the regular season. And Westbrook wants to play the regular season. He wants to play every minute. Yeah. Okay. Like, those are the two superstars that need to be together because one of the guys doesn't want to play those minutes and the other guy's happy to play all those minutes, take all those shots. I think Kawhi would have his best statistical season like Paul George did if he played with Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul and the problem is Paul George at this state this stage he also wants to take take games off and minutes off and well I think he's legitimately hurt yeah, like Kawhi's yeah. he's had a lot of injuries like those two together if they're both on load management like what do you have uh, depends on what you have I really think <laughs> I think a lot of things like. Bill Simmons said with last year was such a missed opportunity for the Celtics. It was a missed opportunity for the Clippers because I think the Warriors yeah. are going to get better. The Lakers are going to get better. You have to assume that Luka Doncic is going to get mm-hmm. better this year. And the, the math. Let's say like the Clippers, let's say the Suns do Chris get Paul. like uh, Chris Paul. I think the, the two teams that are going to take a step back is going to be the Trailblazers and the Clippers. Mm, I can see the Trailblazers taking a big step back. 
Emmanuel, what do you think? Because you figure the Rockets are not going to be the Rockets anymore. Because Harden. Oh yeah, so that that's the easy step taking a step. The, back. The, so that's one team that's gone. The Thunder are going to be gone because they're trading Chris Paul and everybody. Yeah. So that's another team that's gone. So then you figure you definitely jump up the Warriors. Yeah. And then maybe if Chris Paul gets yeah. to the yeah. Suns, yeah. you jump yeah. up the Suns. So then like a team that's going to take a step back is going to be the Blazers and the, maybe the Clippers. But if the Clippers could get Rubio or something. I think like, even, the Blazers think, do lose white yeah, side. I think the Clippers, well, white side is in and all that. Uh, I think the Clippers, if they get a couple pieces, you know, even if it's not a point guard, mm-hmm. it still would be somewhat up there. Yeah. Well, you figure because Paul George is going to be yeah, better this year. I mean, as well. not only that, but they, you got the two guys there. And if they just build some pieces, get some correct pieces, they'll be fine season wise. I agree. I agree. It's just a matter of when it comes to the playoffs, what happens for them. 